Excellency, come in. Would you say you're a typical example of your sex? I am above average. What's that? It's a... Uh... Oh, um... It's a watch. And welcome, 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 and happy new year from the podcast that does, I think what it says in the tin, it's best film ever. My name is Ian. I'm Liam. I'm Ellie. And I'm Georgia. Hey, and we are here celebrating the start of 2011. 2011? 2021. (laughs) There's one for the blooper reel. (laughs) I have done two podcasts in 2021 so far. I've made two massive errors. Oh, which one? 2011? And the whole pandemic thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But uh, here here we are. First podcast, uh, first full film review of 2021. First thing we'll release a proper film review on the best film ever uh, platform and we're so thankful to everybody who comes and listens whether it's your first episode or your what episode do you think it is georgia Uh, (laughs) 52 (laughs) liam out of curiosity uh 50 Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to include uh, Ellie because she's t- taken up doing some of the graphics, so she might know. So, do, do you know what it is, Ellie, out of curiosity? Yeah, I think it's either 46 or 47. It is 47. Oh, episode 47 here. I was going to say 48. Yeah, Babe was 46. Yeah. This is 47. Okay. So, thank you very much for coming and spending a little bit of time with us around the old virtual roundtable talking movies. Movies. Um, really quickly, we'll just go through a couple chart things. Um, Christmas, people take some time off, and uh, our mm. list is a bit smaller than usual, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, big, it's, it's the big hitters. Thank you to people, listeners who we have in the United States. Half Yay. of our listenership in the United States. Still. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. God bless America. Yeah. Uh, Great Britain here in the good old UK. Woo. We, we have all have nothing else to do. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> at home listening to podcasts. Absolutely. Uh, Canada, Happy probably. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, yeah. yes. Canada, similar situation. So, yeah. hello, Canada. Yeah, thank uh, you. Australia. G'day. And Switzerland. Woo! And unfortunately, Yeah, they are hanging in there. And unfortunately, I can't say anything about Sierra Leone this week. Oh. But we hope you come back. You have yeah. once before. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave the light on for you, Sierra Leone. Come on, Sierra Leone. There we go. And we had people listen to our talk about fantasy football for about 16, 17 weeks. It's only fair if we give a hearty round of applause from us to Alex from Main Street Finance, who <laughs> won the day, won the game. And knocked yeah. Queen Ellie off her perch. Wow. He is the Queen Slayer. So well done to Alex from Main Street Finance. Woo. Ellie, any, 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 you did very well in your first year. I mean, you only lost one game all season before. the. That was to Georgia, I think? It was. It yeah, was. but then to go all that way, and I was like, no one's beaten her. And then like, Alvin Kamara had his six touchdowns, visited by three spirits twice. And, and Ellie, even in that last game, I pulled it back to 50-50 after 50/50. we thought I'd lost, and then it went again. Yeah. I was like, no! How does that happen? And speaking of things that get pulled 50-50, Georgia beat me in the third place game after I, I was soundly beating her. Like, it was like, it was done. Completely, it was like an yeah. 85-15 chance, and then she had what's called a Monday Night Miracle, where Stefan Diggs <laughs> pulled in like 37 points wow. <laughs> and that i woke up george just went i'm really sorry she got a, got a message i'm like what are you talking about and i looked at him i was i was literally in disbelief like i was i went to bed going at least i got third and was like 
there was no room for error in, in, in my mind. No, I got beat. Brutal. So, and then, and then Liam, you, you, you laid the smack down on Nick and Russ for fifth. Yeah, I'm yeah. happy with my fifth. No, it's good. And no, you know you what? Know. You know, here I we are. Last for so long. The four of us finished second, third, fourth, fifth. We did okay. Yeah, That's all right. Yeah, That's all good. right. It's good. But a big, uh, Alex just proves that we weren't rigging the game. So thank you, Alex, yeah. for that. Uh, very much would love to do it again next year. Uh, thanks to the three of you for joining in on some crazy fantasy football stuff. And for everybody out there for listening to fun. us sort of talk amongst ourselves. But it's been fun. It's been good at building the community all that good stuff absolutely so that is it for fantasy football for this year uh, i would just like to add as a final word on fantasy football go broncos go broncos yes yes uh, Baker Mayfield. they're not going very Woo! far this year though <laughs> so, i did drop them but still did you? yeah <laughs> uh yeah broncos no broncos no 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 patriots uh liam your your i guess new cleveland browns are am, B- B- Baker yeah. mayfield is in the playoffs how's, how's new orleans doing new orleans are doing very well very very well so they'll be in the playoffs and if anybody's sort of a tom brady by i'm very curious about tom brady so he's made the playoffs so i'm curious to watch some good football starting next week this week's just kind of week 17 filling out dotting the i's crossing the t's a couple last teams trying to get in how can you not like tom brady you know a lot of people a lot of of people hate him but yeah he's longevity in the game people hate michael jordan people hate tom brady wow if, if, if you're the best and you're not afraid to say you're the best yeah. <laughs> from a podcast it's called best film ever but that's not us <laughs> we say we're best film podcast ever we're right. gonna be the best film, film. ever yeah. so uh, that would be quite the shout out to give ourselves I but um, time for little reflections and corrections I wish mm-hmm. I could do some reflections and corrections on my fantasy football draft this year I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much uh, but uh, lots of people got in contact to tell us many more James Cromwell films oh okay okay thank you <laughs> <laughs> he was in LA Confidential. He was in 24 of a series with Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, I didn't see that. He was in Me Either. See, these are all things I haven't seen. He was in Big Hero 6. Haven't seen it. Not seen and it. he was one of the guards in The Longest Yard. So thank you oh, for okay. all those things. Yeah, he's had quite the career, but it's it did all kind of start. Yes, Farmer Hoggett, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, now time for some shout outs. It's a bit of a list, but let's go ahead and go through it. So okay. first off, uh, let's start off with Lestat. Yay! Lee Lestat, friend Lee. of the podcast, doing, who sent us a photo of a bunch of equipment he's bought because he's starting himself a podcast. Ah, uh, good lad. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I look forward to checking out that podcast when it launches. Lestat, I'm sure you're Absolutely. listening. Go ahead and fire us off a link. I do want to hear it. Yeah, we do. What's it about? I have no idea. Is it about films? No, no, I think it's just guys talking about stuff, I think, but I could yeah. be wrong on that. Okay. We'll find out. Rather than guesswork, yeah, we'll find yeah, out when yeah, we actually yeah. know. Uh, Danny from It's a Musical Pod. Love It's a Musical Pod. Uh, just really told us that he's a big fan. And of course he Aww. is, because we're big fans of his too. We so if you like musicals at all, go and check that out. Uh, Paul, Paul, um, Richard's boss, Paul, ah. uh, gave us a little bit of slack for reviewing Wonder Woman, but no Jaws yet, and said, come on, guys. <laughs> and I'm like, we'll get there. Everyone's got that film they want to watch. On that note. But we're getting our Jaws into this. We are, we are getting our Jaws into this. That's right. <laughs> Uh, we got to thank nice. a big shout out to Carlo. And I, I'm going to say this word for word. Go for he it. sent me a tweet. Ahem. I forgot to commend Ian for his flawless Spanish pronunciation of Mexico in Espanol. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play to the ego, no. Carlo. Uh, there's a mistake. That. There. See, Carlo, even when I'm right, they won't let me have it. Oh, see? That's so that's no, what's going on. Your side, dude. Uh, he gave us some votes for best film of 2020. Went into some uh, reasons for his. And uh, he also wants us to uh, do Shawshank. And we're, oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to do Shawshank. At some point, we'll it's, do Shawshank. It's, it's a very full schedule. That's the problem. Exactly. And so the only thing is occasionally things get delayed and deferred. And so then I have to yeah. go, oh my God, we need to film like ASAP. Yeah. Because I have a whole schedule, a whole spreadsheet. I love me a spreadsheet. <laughs> as, as the mug I got for Christmas reminds me. That was a gift from you, wasn't it, Georgia? 
It was the yeah. iHeart spreadsheets, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and I do, nice. I do love me a spreadsheet, but you know, every now and then they, they delay another film. I'm like, oh, I gotta find something for this window now too, <laughs> and then they move it to something where I'm like, I got something there already. So what do I do? So it's uh, wait till later. Wait till well, wait till <laughs> it might might play in later. Uh, Civics Coffee Pod, who who just love that they got a shout out. Hey. They're great. Come on, yeah. and, and they're really enjoying the pod. And, and thank you guys. On that note, Ray's time of the year, who we mentioned last week, but was um, recommended someone else and said we are a hundred percent entertaining with seriously humorous podcasters. Ooh. If I could just point out the oxymoron between seriously humorous. <laughs> it's a bit I like of, that. It's a bit of the wit you get here. Yeah. Best film ever. Um, and uh, said that Babe was, and I quote, a great job as usual. And thank you for that, Ray. It's time of the yeah. year. Uh, Paul and Griff said, if you like film, then we are a must listen. And they loved the Besties episode, especially the introduction and the singing compilation. <laughs> that took me by surprise the singing compilation uh, a new podcast called I love the name of this Bums of Manarchy Ooh. it's like Sons, Sons of, of Anarchy, Anarchy Bums yeah. of Manarchy that's cool and they sent a tweet out to all their listeners uh, saying Goodfellas is damn good as in our review of Goodfellas is oh, damn good really? so thanks oh, guys thank you yeah uh, friend of the podcast uh, and Georgia's spirit animal Dwayne Smith Dwayne Smith <laughs> Uh, recommended. Well, he was talking about he has seen Almost Famous and said it might be a best film ever level film. And of course, it's like that. Well, it's not on that list. I'm like, of course, we're going to do Almost Famous. At of some course, point. it's a great movie. It is great. Maybe that's about to do us. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're almost famous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, but he called us our podcast of the year, and thanks a lot for that, oh, Dwayne. Oh, thank you, uh, Spyhards, who wanted to get a hold of us because we didn't come up to a consensus yet for our best film of 2020 that we reviewed. Mm. But he wanted to say that Dark Knight is the best by a wide margin. And I said, well, of course, I agree with you. It was my selection, but you know, mm. it wouldn't be much an award show if I sat you guys around and went, okay, guys, sit there. I'm going to read to you my winners of the awards for this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so uh, Debbie, who said the winner of the best musical montage or film clip montage, should go to me for my editing for that. So thanks, Debbie. Really yeah. appreciate that. Andrew Shevsky, who rang in the new year with best film ever playing. Oh, because it released wow. here at 3 a.m. So it releases in North America at 10 p.m. So if you live in the States, you could theoretically, if you got it right upon release, you could have been listening to us as as the clock turned midnight. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, indeed. <laughs> love that, Andrew. Thank yeah, you. Me too. Uh, Goals podcast, a lovely a lovely show who I got to know through the pod VCon as well as some other stuff, and they do a lot of motivational stuff. I had a lovely one about American Thanksgiving and what to be thankful for. Oh, okay. I just have a message that went, yeah, you guys are just beautiful. Well Aww. done. But they said, our show outdoes them all. Oh, so really, it's, 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 it's always for anybody who is in any form of podcast and it throws a con. It's always lovely it to is. hear your peers saying positive things about oh, what you try so to do. Nice. Uh, Richard uh, says, Happy New Year. Keep up the good work, and here's to more fun and laughter in 2020. Happy New Year, Richard. And then finally, Ethan from Talking the Making. Hey, Ethan. Says, 2020's been a hell of a year, and it's to say it's been the, kind of the worst at points is an understatement. Mm -hmm. But one constant good thing throughout was Ian, that's me, letting me become part of the Talk the Mickey team and join Best Film of Her Pod Extended Family. I'm very excited for what 2021 offers. You make me sound are. like the godfather of the, the podcast. <laughs> I don't, you are, though, aren't you? I don't you? mind. Kiss yeah, the ring. Are, Kiss the are. ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's I'm going to make you an offer. <laughs> yeah, can <I> refuse? <laughs> Take me to dinner first. You are Come gonna, on. You are, you are, you are going to wake up with a dead horse <laughs> head at the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so that is it for that. So thank you, everybody, who got in contact with us. So now all that's left to do is that little thing we call review, which we're talking about Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman this week. Um, who's seen it? Me. You've seen it before. Georgia, you've seen it before, Me. right? Yeah. Um I mean, the question was, why did we select it? And I guess that comes to me, because I saw the calendar and went, it's finally in cinemas. 
mm-hmm. we've been waiting for the sequel sorry we went for Wonder Woman 1984 for months and months and months yeah. it was always on my my docket that when it releases we'll review Wonder Woman because it qualified and people said it was like the one really good DC comic book movie yeah. they've done you know post Christopher Nolan like the, the DCEU like their attempt to replicate what Marvel does yeah so I went all right it's it's a female star which was they they, they beat uh, Marvel to the punch on that one yeah will be the first ones out one of those and I think this predates Captain Marvel. I'm sure it predates Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is 2017. And it's a female yeah. director. And I believe yeah. Patty Jenkins was supposed to be the director of Thor of a Dark World. I could be wrong on that, but oh, I think okay. she was. And so there's a little bit of that there as well. And so it, it felt apropos for the time we're in. Now, Wonder Woman 84 is getting slated by people who have gone and seen it. Liam, I mean, you tried to see it. And you said it was unwatchable. <laughs> That's not wow. why. Um, I didn't get to see it. Um, I went to the cinema and they were having technical problems. So, yeah. And everybody has a technical problem. Of course. That's okay. Course, That's okay. We have technical Maybe they did you a favor by not letting you see this. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe they went, we can't do this to Liam. <laughs> we, we love those guys too much. Don't put that on. Oh, that's good. So, um, so that's that. Um, George, what was your opinion of seeing it again? You've seen it, haven't seen it before. I really enjoyed it again. I uh, so, like Wonder so, Woman. So, a lot. So, so, I guess what I was going for though was you were looking forward to seeing it again, yeah? Oh yeah, 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 yeah I was. Okay. So why don't you go ahead, because I tasked you, because I haven't seen it, and I didn't want to get spoiled. I did get spoiled a bit, because someone wrote in a review that revealed something to me. Oh. And that's okay. People, please go ahead. Continue to send in your stuff. That's the, that, that's the risk I take doing that side of it. Absolutely. Uh, but, Georgia, why don't you go ahead and give us some context, the context corner for this week on Wonder Woman. I will do. So this is another one that got stuck in development hell, <laughs> really? is Wonder Woman. This has, I know, it seems like it was quite... Um, quite new and quite innovative for its time being the first female superhero that, that we've had for a long time i believe there was one in 2005 but it wasn't very well known um but yeah this film starting side production in 1996 wow, wow. yeah full 19 oh full is that how they did it they, they, they shot gal gadot at three different like ages <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no this is a full 21 years before it actually got released did it start um start being spoken about with um at the time it would have been ivan reitman to produce and possibly direct okay oh, wow. um over the years john cohen todd alcott and joss whedon among several others have been approached to take it on <laughs> if there's a name that's shown up more between the two podcasts than joss whedon i oh. don't know what it is because no. he's in everything <laughs> everything Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> well, that's just Liam saying things. I mean, Joss Whedon's actually attached to a bunch of these films. Uh, so Warner Brothers then announced it in 2010, um, and Patty Jenkins had signed on to direct it in 2015. So Patty Jenkins is who originally, um, who was going to direct it at some point earlier as well, um, okay. but then didn't happen. Um, but yeah, eventually started started filming in 2015 when it came out because i'm fairly certain uh, that she was i'm fairly certain she was signed up to do thor of a dark world because natalie portman got um she and marvel had a falling out and it seems a part of it seemed to be i think patty jenkins was supposed to direct and this is kind of where in the time that natalie portman starts you know uh, raging yeah. against the machine at all the award ceremonies and sort of name dropping there aren't enough female oh, directors that. and things like I that do, these yeah, things yeah. seem to link up and i think she blamed marvel for patty jenkins leaving the project and then that's why it was such a big get when she came back for Endgame and she will be in the new Thor movie again. That's a big get. Oh, okay. Because they were kind of going a different way, you felt, with uh, what's-her-name, uh, Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a love interest, but now if Jane's back, see ya. Yeah, yeah. Not interested. <laughs> Jane. All right, Georgia, go ahead. 
Uh, so, yeah, other than that, on production, there isn't loads because it just fell into hell for, a, well, 20 years. Um, so Wonder Woman was the first uh, female-led uh, superhero film. I believe, like I said, there was one in 2005. I can't remember the name of it, so it obviously wasn't anything big. Um, so the first one in 12 years, if nothing else. Sort of backed by um, a major studio. Also, yeah. <clears throat> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, first Electra in 2005 came out. <gasps> of course. Know nothing else about it. We see that's Jennifer Garner, who you might know from Alias, Thirteen Going on Thirty. Yeah. Uh, she's married to. to I think she, is she still married to Ben Affleck? No, I don't think she's in Juno. She's yeah. the, she's the woman in Juno. Yeah. Um, yeah um, it's, a, it's a different like Iron Man resets everything. Yeah, it's sure. like everything before yeah. Iron Man. It, it, just in all, all respect, I mean, as far as unless you're like a Batman franchise. Everything before Iron Man doesn't count. And so when we talk about the first female-led superhero movie, of course Elektra should count. Yeah. But and Catwoman with Halle Berry and things like this, but they're all kind of eh. Mm. So with the huge budgets that you now get, I think, on that Iron Man level, yeah. Electra scores eleven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Really, I, I've never seen it, and I think that's safe to say. Unless one of you guys are gonna use a wild card pick on it, we ain't touching it. I'll be honest, I don't think that was that bad. If you only want to seen it. Yeah, well, I mean, it weren't great, okay. but it wasn't that bad. Eleven percent. I think they put that on the poster. <laughs> it's not great, but it's not it's not eleven percent bad. <laughs> Electra. <laughs> it doesn't electrify me. Hey. <laughs> it should have garnered better reviews. Oh. Uh, Georgia, back to you. Uh, speaking of the budget, I won't go into full budget, but this is the first female-directed live-action film to have a hundred million plus budget. So it gives that, you a bit of a scope of. Wow. Yeah. 100 million. So they're willing to give, I mean, we, we, a lot's made about female directors in Hollywood uh, in general, but it says that even if they were getting opportunities, you weren't getting the purse strings that other, no. the, if you want to spend a lot of money, they were trusting that with a male director for some Absolutely, reason. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a side note, 2020 apparently was the record year for the most females directing films. And I'm like, oh, good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've also got a little bit of, just a little bit of trivia. Okay. Uh, the film Wonder Woman, 2017, yep. banned in Lebanon still. To what? this day, okay. um, because of because of the lead lead actress Gal Gadot is uh, an Israeli citizen, so Lebanon yes, have is, yeah. uh, and their Lebanon are at war with Israel, so they have banned wow from being okay. shown at all. Um, apparently, their official explanation was because Gadot had expressed positive views of her country um, and negative views of the Palestine. So okay, uh, but okay. yeah, so completely banned in Lebanon. You can't watch Wonder Woman, despite it being about. World War One, mm-hmm. and nothing to do with either of those places. But, yeah. I, I guess it'd be the glorification of of, of yeah. an Israeli citizen. Yes, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not justifying it, it um, but yeah. no, no, no. Oh yeah, no, no. no. Um, I think also on the on the director front, I believe 2014, the last one before uh, Patty was signed on was Michelle McLaren, so another female director, uh, but she dropped out due to creative differences in 2015. I guess so. the same line that Marvel gave about getting rid of Patty Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Um, the ticket site um, Fandango, so the people that do like sources and all sorts of different stuff about tickets, um, they did a few marketing campaigns around um, 2017 when this came out. They polled uh, 10,000 voters, um, which is their biggest 
biggest survey in history, uh, found out that 92% of people surveyed say they were looking forward to seeing a film that featured a standalone female superhero and 87% wished Hollywood would make more female-led superhero films. So I guess those people have got their way, whether oh, the sequel to this is <laughs> is worth it or yeah. any of the Marvel stuff that comes out will be no, good. It's fine. Even for the costume. <sighs> this is the one to date that's really... You talk to people, they say this is good. Have you noticed how they tend to do these things where they're set in the 80s? Well, the 80s is, is chic now, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Because the 90s it's is kind of... It's also comic um, book time, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, 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 very, it's very colourful, too. It is very colourful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got some, some thoughts about that at the end Jeez. of the podcast, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else from Context Corner, Georgia? Yeah, just one last little bit. Um, filmmaker James Cameron, who we all um, know and have different feelings about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's known known for a few films that have got some strong female heroes. Yes. Uh, he was not very happy with the way that Wonder Woman was done. He said it was a step backwards and wasn't particularly groundbreaking uh, because of the way it sexualized its main characters to appeal to teenage boys. Uh, he elaborated then by saying that um, putting a former model out of Gal Gadot into a skimpy form-fitting costume had already been done in the 1960s, for example, with Raquel Welch in uh, The Magic Christian. Um, Patty Jenkins then came back publicly and retorted, saying um, that it should make no difference what Wonder Woman looks like. Being strong is not a privilege of hard... uh, Sorry. Being strong is not a privilege of hard, tough and troubled women, so she has the right to be beautiful, attractive and powerful at the same time. Uh, Cameron stuck to his opinion, stating that he purposely desexualized uh, the Sarah Connor character in Terminator 2 Judgment yeah. Day and did, to focus yeah. on her personality rather than her looks, although he admitted that his initial reaction was probably a little bit simplistic. So he called called her out, he called him back, and I think they've agreed to disagree at yeah. the moment. Yeah. I, I, can I tell, like his but... point, but I also love her response. Well, okay, well, here, here's the thing, because yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm aware on this table that there's two people who probably have more of a right to make a comment than the other. But if, <laughs> if I can, if I can, there was yeah. a... a um, there was a controversy about the way that Margot Robbie was shot in the original Suicide Squad film. Oh, okay. Saying that her outfit was too skimpy, it was too this, it was too that. Now, of course, Suicide Squad shot by a male director. And then came under attack for her, how dare you... And don't get me wrong, there's so many shots of her backside in that film that aren't necessary. I, I 100% agree. But the idea being that which one... <sighs> Because you could argue, well, she's still strong. You don't have to choose between being strong and being sexy. You can be both. The fact that she's strong, she's the strongest one of the Suicide Squad, you could argue, in that film. And I bet if you um, asked Margot Robbie how she'd like to play the character, she'd like to play it how she played it. Well, actually, in the second film, there's far less like gratuitous shots of her backside and things oh, like no, that. Oh, no, of course, things like yeah. that. I mean, but the way she portrays the character yeah. with the sex appeal. So, I mean... <laughs> It's part of who Harley Quinn is. It's also interesting that we can't... Again, ladies, I want to give you the full opportunity to have... Yeah. And tell me I'm wrong. Um, the idea being that Patty Jenkins is a woman. That doesn't mean Patty Jenkins speaks on behalf of all women. No. Just like any other uh, demographic. Just because one person says something doesn't mean it's signed off for on behalf of all people. So that's my perspective. Yeah. Uh, please, at this point, feel free to re- retort me. I, I agree with what's been said, but I don't think Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman is particularly sexualized. Oh, I think it she is. wears small clothing. Yeah, but it's it's armored clothing, and it's not. She doesn't have like half her boobs out. Like they're not pushed up to the high heavens. You don't see shots of her bum the whole way through. No, I don't. Think no, she the is cinematography is more tasteful. Wears. 
but yeah. the armor yeah. is fitted around her boobs. Well, yeah, of course it is. It's like that it in the California. It's, it's that typical thing. Armor and you're right. Work. But that thing with where like male armor. If you look at male armor, you look at how uh, Ares is shot in the final fight. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is like covered from head to toe. Like you can't even make out his face because everything gets armored up for him, right? But they do that to make him look fierce. Okay, but if you had a male anything, you know what I mean? Like you don't just send the guys out with just like a cod piece and like no shirt. To be fair, we got quite a nice shot of Chris Pine at the start of this. Well, film. we we did. Okay. <laughs> so shall we shall we kind of progress into the film and sort yeah, of yeah, attack yeah. that as as we as we go on? Yeah. 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 Just on the on the costuming, there is a note where um, with the Amazons, I believe uh, their name Amazon comes from without breast, um, and this is because um, the Amazons in history would cut off the boob that was on the side where they would shoot an arrow from because it used to get in their way okay. when they, for aiming. So they oh. would cut it off and then would just wear cloth over the top of it. And you can actually see at the beginning of this film some of the Amazons wear like nude coloured cloth over oh, wow. one half of their body. Wow. Maybe, um, maybe that's, that's why they told Gal Gadot that. she wasn't an Amazon. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> you are not an Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, no, that's it on that. All right, so let's get started. So into the credits and the intro, and we have this DCEU kind of like um, identification tag at the start, you know, like the Marvel one where you're flicking to the pages and all the heroes. This like, one it, doesn't really pay off. Oh, it just feels just, like you're trying to force this. In it, in it. yeah, I agree. Um, and then we get narration about how the world isn't so great, and there's a great darkness. And for some reason, they go to the Louvre for this. Yeah, they do. And I it's guess a the really thing is, nice shot, but I didn't understand why it was there. I thought, oh, maybe the pyramid in the Louvre is like the secret of someone's. Pa- and no, yeah. it's just we wanted to have a cool job. Yeah. So she, I guess she I works in the end. I think it is comic. It is comic um, canon. She works in the Louvre oh, okay. in one day. Um, she works in the museum. I, I, I guess she's like the head of the antiquities division. That sounds. That would make like sense. That, yeah. I mean, I don't know if the Louvre's also a museum, but behind her is like all of her stuff from like her outfit. Yeah. That absolutely. you'll see later in the film. Yeah. And then we get a Wayne Enterprises truck, which is the least subtle thing about this film. And there's not a lot that's that's subtle, but out of all the things that are unsubtle, this is one like a giant Wayne Enterprise. You could have basically put in giant brackets underneath. Remember, he's Batman. Yeah, you could. Didn't you? <laughs> brackets. Uh, this is Batman's business. Yes. And the voiceover says, "I learned this uh, the hard way about humanity a long, long time ago, and yeah. now I will never be the same." <laughs> And Batman sends a little love note to start the flashback. And the flashback, we go to Themyscira, which I believe is Paradise Island, but it was Themyscira. And there's a picture of Wonder Woman cosplaying with army boys just before we start. The photograph that we will later come to find. And then we get baby Diana running through the fields. And I thought this was CGI at first. This little girl looks so much like Gal Gadot, it wasn't even funny. (laughs) Yeah, you did say I that. I do have a name you? somewhere. Hang on. She, her and Gal Gadot share the same birthday. Do they? April 30th. Really? They wow. look identical. I was like, this has got to be some CGI, but it was a real girl. Yeah, it was. Emily Carey. Yeah. Oh. Um, and the training montage is a training montage. And baby <laughs> Diana responds by doing all these air punches, which actually, if you watch an action movie with Liam, occasionally you'll look over and he'll kind of be doing... <laughs> <laughs> I do do that. that. (laughs) I get too involved. And then Claire Underwood uh, sees Diana watching and is impressed. I believe we've had her again. And by Claire Underwood, I, of course, mean that uh, the great general, the great trainer of warriors is played by... 
Robin Wright. Robin Wright, yeah. Formerly Robin, Robin Wright, Wright Penn. Yeah. Yeah. Both from The Princess Bride and um, Dragon Tattoo. Yeah. I wish one I believe I went. Is that Buttercup? <laughs> That's Buttercup. <laughs> um, and Crazy. so Diana has a day off school. And I'm sorry, I've gotten my notes. What the f*** is going on with these accents? Mm, all over the place. The Amazonian <laughs> accent is terrible. <laughs> was it supposed to be Greek? What was this? I think it's a version of Greek because Listen, obviously she speaks ancient just, Greek as well. Just be vaguely Mediterranean. Actually, I didn't mind Gal Gadot at any point because I think no. she was just speaking with her natural Israeli accent, I think. Or was it the other actors trying to match that? It might have been, of... but man, it was bad. Mm-hmm. It, was. Uh, it Di- was. Especially when it's when it's someone you really know, like Robin Wright, and you yeah. know what she normally sounds like. It's like, mm. didn't they? Didn't they like like? They didn't make her speak about a Swedish accent in Dragon Tattoo, did they? Was she one of the ones who got to do an American accent? Oh, she didn't she have a really bad accent? Did she have the bad one? No, she had the bad one. You're right. She's not good at accents. She no. needs to stop. <laughs> you heard it here first. Just, just go ahead and be Claire <laughs> Underwood. That's fine. Um, Diana's the only child on the island, and her mother forbids her from fighting. And the, Why is she the only kid on the island? Then we find out later, kind of, I guess a little bit why. Uh, and then she, she goes, oh, a, a wooden sword. No, no, no. Okay, well, just a shield. No sharp edges. And I kind of thought, is this a Captain America dig? I oh, know. That feels like it, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, and Mum is played by Connie Nielsen. Oh. Connie Nielsen, who we've also done in this podcast. Uh, ladies, did you recognize Connie Nielsen from before? I didn't, but I also didn't recognize Robin Wright until, okay. until, I, did the, <laughs> until okay. I did the research. Liam, where have we seen Connie Nielsen before? Gladiator. Yes, as he punches the table with effect. <laughs> Sorry, I saw, saw I saw my headphones out. <laughs> we saw her in Gladiator. Gladiator, yeah, playing yeah. the sister. She was a commodus. I, I don't think she was very good in this either. No. <laughs> she was great to look at. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no. Um, and so Mum goes even longer into a backstory and tells us long ago when the world was new, mm. Zeus created humans and they were fair and good. But Zeus's son was jealous of mankind, and his name was Ares, and he poisoned men's heart with jealousy and suspicion. And this sounds like Facebook. I mean, isn't he just describing, like, Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> poisoned men's heart with jealousy and suspicion. So the gods created the Amazonians to bring love and peace, and it worked briefly. And then they went off on an island. They were sort of, like, left to their own devices. I'm like, well, why are you necessary? If Ares I mean, ever yeah, rises up again... Way. Yeah, they were. They didn't work with the men, so and they the men enslaved them. So, mum of the Amazon, whatever her name Hippolyta. is, Hippolyta. Hippolyta, that's the one. Hippolyta freed them all, and right. then Zeus made them their island, so right. the men couldn't find them again, so, and they kept around until Ares comes back again. So, if Ares, not Ares, if Chris Pine doesn't crash his plane. Like, Ares would have been successful in taking over the world. Like, if anything, it proves that Zeus's plan is completely f***ed up. Yeah. To be fair, aren't all of Zeus's plans completely f***ed up? Well, yeah, up, but like, like for three, like, how many millions of people died? It's not like it wasn't, oh, Diana saved the day. No, like, millions died before they got off of their little island and realized what was going on. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's Zeus's Plot hole number one. Plot hole number one. <laughs> Uh, and now new mom, who I didn't realize who she was, uh, I mean, who she was in the film, I knew it was Buttercup, uh, <laughs> is training Diana. I'm going, well, why is this? Has there been a conversation we've missed? And and no, no. We found out Ares killed off the rest of the gods, but Zeus alone fought him off. And there's a prophecy, Ares will return. And so Zeus, of course, left them in the island because the, the new mom's training Diana as this is going on. And 
baby Diana misses the point and says, can I see the weapon? And you can see Bald is like, all right, you can see the weapon. And we hope it will never be called on. And then we have more training. Um, Because Princess Buttercup is now kicking ass of uh, teenage Diana. And uh, we find out she's not so good at telling Hippolyta as you wish. Because Hippolyta doesn't want her daughter trained. And this is where we reveal that uh, Butter... I don't know what her name is. Buttercup's her sister. Antiope. Buttercupera. I don't know how they pronounced it. Buttercupera. He's her sister. Uh, They debate whether Ares is alive or not. And Buttercupera's like, he's alive. And Hippolyta's like, no, he ain't. And says, if so, well, Diana needs to... He goes, if so, well, Diana needs to be ready. And then Buttercup says, I love Diana as much as you do. Now, Hippolyta, we've been told, is her mother. But she goes, yeah, all right. Yeah. You do love her as much as I do. Is, 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 yeah. is that how parenthood works? I no. mean, uh, I mean, we uh, do find out that Hippolyta didn't actually birth her, though. Well, did she, uh, so. but, but from from a from an audience perspective, we need yeah. to see this uh, something. Mm. Maybe that's our first red flag. Maybe it is good talent. I don't know. Uh, but Hippolyta announces Diana needs to be trained five times harder than any other, but never must know who she was made to be. <laughs> and I'm going, you went from like never train her to, I don't want you to take it easy. I want you to break. Oh, my word. And then we have a time jump. And would you believe it? This is so refreshing. We're going to have another training montage. I know. And why does I have in my notes? Why does Gal Gadot have so much more exposed skin than anyone else? because all the other women training have like shoulder straps and yeah. big like leather parts and she's just wearing like a gold bodice she don't need them she's she's super quick okay <laughs> it could be she's not an amazon yet and that armor is something you achieve when you I hit the rank of amazon but if that's the case then you have to tell me this yeah am i wrong no, no okay no, no. um and so her armor is also a lighter shade of bronze than anyone else's and that makes sense she's the one we're supposed to look at exactly. i totally get this yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Buttercup says, you expect the fight to be fair because uh, Diana wins briefly. And then as she's like looking to her mom, they go, just, hey, mom, do you see, <laughs> do you see that, mom? Uh, you know, Auntie Buttercup like kicks her ass and says, you set the fight to be fair. The fight will never be fair. And then Diana stumbles upon a superpower because I know I've crossed my my like forearms together mm-hmm. in defense, not held my hand up, not reach up, but just, just crossed my, like I'm in degeneration X or something like that. Like, no, it's just, but this shockwave. She's got metal on her wrist, doesn't she? Like that makes sense to at least be like that. So never once has she ever, act, it's like a car battery when you have two like sides and you don't hit them because they spark. Yeah, like exactly. she's never accidentally like had them clang. You would. Well, maybe like it's it's only because she was feeling threatened because she felt like she needed to win because she felt like she'd been pushed over you know all those morals that come into superhero powers like their discovery of them so she like, only happens because they're feeling a certain way yep and uh, she was feeling a certain way like I need to go look at the ocean and feel sad about what I've done and speaking of getting pushed over uh, a plane gets pushed over and crashes just as Diana is watching the ocean the waveless ocean I'd like to point out yes yeah it was pretty still. And Wonder Woman, uh, the film, has apparently stolen the Wakandan cloaking technology from Black Panther. Black Panther, yep. Because it's the same idea. It's hidden. How's it hidden? By a fortress that you can't see unless you stick your head through it. it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Zeus did it, yes. Um, There's a cool CGI effect because she dives off the cliffs and straight It's it's a nice... I like that. The cinematography in this film is, is, is high up there. Oh, absolutely. And now I'm trying to find my sheet I've thrown down because I had the name of the cinematographer. So... Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
The cinematography was done by Matthew Jensen, and I feel I should mention music composed by Rupert Gregson Williams. And does your name have to be Williams to get a job in composing these days in a film? It sounds like He's it. the third or fourth Williams we've yeah. had. I bet you his name is it just helps. like Rupert Gregson, and he added the Williams to help him get a job. <laughs> no one wants to hire Rupert Gregson. Oh, oh Williams. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Or part of the, yeah. Yes, we just get around and write film scores as a family. <laughs> and you go, I need to mention he's not the one who writes the, the, the theme song. Because the, oh, okay. that first showed up in Batman vs. Superman. Different composer. Ooh. Have a guess. John Williams? Nope. Oh, 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 Zimmer. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Friend of the podcast, Hans yeah, Zimmer. Or at least we're a friend of his. We'd like to be a friend of his. <laughs> oh, God. Love well, Hans Zimmer. We'll podcast in 2030. <laughs> there, there's, there's our goal. We'll see if we can get him on here. Uh, can you imagine that? Hi, my name is Ian. My name is Liam. I'm Georgia. I'm Ellie. And I'm Hans, Hans. Zimmer. <laughs> Just go, Hans, what do, you think of the, what do you think of this score? Shit. <laughs> I have a, mas- I have a master mind, class. I like it. I have a master class. This guy needs to take it. <laughs> Do you know how cool that would be just to refer back to this when that happens? <laughs> just, I just play our intro for you here. I like the use of the word when, not if, Liam. Oh, it's, it's, it's a when. It's, it's a when. It's a when. It's a when. And so uh, two people stumble upon the island right almost next to each other. Because it's a German plane that lands in the water. You can see because it's got the Iron Cross yeah. on the wings. Uh, and I think the makers of Lost need to show these guys how to hide an island. So none of you guys are going to that reference. The people who do watch Lost, they're going to totally get where I'm going with that and go word. Oh, okay. And then we're pining for a meet cute. So Diana pining. has dragged. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> so, really? so Diana has pulled uh, Chris Pine out of the water, and she goes, "You're a man." And he goes, well, yeah. And he goes, and she goes, well, who are you? He goes, I'm one of the good guys. And those are the bad guys. In case we know, the Germans. <laughs> and you know what? There was times when it was so much easier to just cast a villain. You went, they're German or they're Russian. Yeah. You know, those are kind of your just go-to bad guys. Occasionally, they're American, but not if you want to play to an American audience. So that's what you do. And uh, I was gonna, and we had a, a flaming arrows versus guns fight. Yep. And there was this cool slow-mo shot of a bullet hitting some random amazon as she swings down the cliff and we saw for the first time that they were um mortal to a degree because mm-hmm. the obviously they, they are immortal because they've been living there for thousands of years yeah, yeah they don't age do they don't they? age but apparently they are able to die by yeah. bullets and things like that so old age can't get them but they bleed i don't know yeah so how do they do all this time growing up then yeah so they must age at some point I guess, I guess you must. You must. A certain age. I, yeah. That'll be the age that Claire Underwood was. So yeah. you probably age till you're about your late forties, early fifties, and then you stop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Plateau number Be three. <laughs> well, it's just kind of the, yeah. Like what determines it? You know, this, she's the only child, so we knew she was special. Yeah. Diana, right? And so, um, or maybe they were just they were automatically. Oh, that's an obvious option. Maybe they're automatically just fifty when they're made because Diana's not one of them. Well, uh, maybe. Right. Yeah. So uh, Claire Underwood is kicking some serious ass until she's killed taking a bullet for Diana, which is where I have a note. Someone's have to explain to me how they're immortal except for when they're not. Connie Nielsen has had enough and they want to kill Chris Pine because he's wearing German colors and he's he's fighting in a German plane. He's a man. He brought all this stuff. And here's where I have it down in my notes. And it's time. I didn't change my mind the whole film. So I'm going to throw it to the group right now. Is Gal Gadot a good actress? I didn't have a problem with no. that. Oh, okay, I thought she was dreadful. 
I don't think she's dreadful, but she won't great. She can't emote. She's fine for if you want someone who looks attractive, who's going to do all the cool stuff, and like she's very athletic. She's a good action star. She's a good action star. Uh, I see, she's okay. not a good actress. Okay, I see we go. Anytime yeah, she yeah, had yeah. to emote, it was like yeah, yeah, there yeah. wasn't any. There wasn't. No, you're right. No, you're right. Actually, I thought back. she was very good for the part of Wonder Woman. I can't see her being very good for much. Here, else. here's my thing. Because the difference was when Marvel finally figures it out. What they figured out was, what if we actually put good actors in these roles? Yeah, and they can do all the cool comic booky stuff, but they can also act. So this is the genius of Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Absolutely. Man that we talked about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you see, they've tried to do more or less throughout. They've cast really, really strong actors. Chadwick Boseman. I mean, the most kind of gimmicky is kind of Chris Pratt in that kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the least of acting chops. He's but he's part of an ensemble. So, but Gal Gadot is not these things. Gal Gadot is a very attractive model. Yep, who can yep. do the cool action sequences, but cannot act. No, I see where you're going, yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. I hope that they gave Chris Pine a back brace for this film because he carries her through this thing. <laughs> he does. He does? He you, does. You say, you say all of this, and this was um, the last, uh, Gal Gadot's last-ditch attempt at getting into acting before she quit because she was fed up of doing the long flights, um, 15-hour plane rides um, from America to Israel. Yeah. Um, she got the she got a call back that she was um, being screen tested for this without knowing what it was. Um, it was only once she got short um, shortlisted that she that she actually agreed to come back and do it again. So okay. yeah, this was her last her last ditch attempt. She was about to give it up, and it's also the first um, first billing she gets like top billing first time in her career she gets top billing for anything because we should mention uh she obviously makes her first appearance not in this film the first appearance is in batman versus superman yeah and she has this great and she gets the hero spot she was the best in like there's a time when the three of them are fighting oh i forget what the character's name is is it abomination no abomination is is what we did in incredible hulk some monster anyway and like the two of them flank her and she's in the front and it's her theme and the whole thing is she with you and they get that yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like whoa she's kicking some ass and she's great and you walked away going wonder woman i want to see the movie Be- best part of that film yeah, wonder woman absolutely and it's like they knew what see what you about batman versus superman they knew how to play to who Gal Gadot was, I felt, as an actress. Yeah. How do you showcase her? How do you make her seem kick-ass? And then how do you hide her weaknesses? And that's the skill of any director. Accentuate yeah. the strengths, hide the weaknesses. But if you're going to be the, the centerpiece of an entire film, you then can't go, how do I hide the fact she can't emote? Yeah. Yeah. Just a thought. Good point. Yeah. Uh, so we get to an interrogation, and this is where we find about the Velasso of Truth, and he spills the beans and goes, So convenient. Uh, well, it is part of the, uh, oh, no, of, of the comical is, that canon. That is a Wonder Woman thing. Yeah. The Lasso of Truth. Lasso of Truth is what she does. You don't know anything about Wonder Woman. You know the outfit. Yeah. You know the spinning round in a phone box, and you know the Lasso of Truth. I didn't know the phone box thing. No, she doesn't spin around in the phone box. Isn't she that Superman? Around. She doesn't in this one, does oh. she? She but. just spins around. She spins around and gets changed that yeah, way, yeah, is yeah. it? Yeah. Well, clearly, I don't know anything about Wonder Woman. And he goes, the of truth was shit." No, no. And he goes, "No, that is a truth." You couldn't, well, you couldn't do a Wonder Woman movie and not use this. Exactly. It's, it, it'd be no. like if you had Thor and didn't use that and didn't even you, talk about the hammer. Yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah. silly not to. And he goes, "I am a spy." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and his name is Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor. It's a weak name, that isn't, is, it? isn't it? Like two Trevor. male names. Yeah. yeah, two 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 male first names. Yeah. Steve Trevor. Yeah. Steve and Trevor. He, I kept making comparisons rest of the film to Steve Rogers because there was a few of them. There's a lot. Jeez. A lot. And we get introduced to Dr. Poison, the chief psychopath, who I liked and felt they could have done a touch more with. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I thought she was good. I liked her. And what? 
You didn't like Chief Poison or Doctor Poison? Half a face woman. Is this the woman? Yeah, yeah. I Half hated her. Oh really? Oh really? Not like in the oh reason that like God. you're supposed to hate her, she but like was, real hate. She was no, she was a really shit actress. Oh, I, I was okay I with it. I couldn't stand oh, her. I every thought time she, she did really screen, well, and I oh. felt like all of her scenes were really poorly written. Like, oh, that's there was a different story on this one. Because I've got like, stuff with the oh writing here. Awful, 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 awful. Okay. Uh, complete with a test run of the latest poison, which just turns out to be mustard gas. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had to do. Uh, we find out that uh, Chris Pine's character, uh, Steve Trevor, had to do something. So he steals a plane and flies underneath some bad green screen and then blows up the poison factory. Yep. But of course, she had gotten out, Dr. Poison. Of course. Uh, and what are the odds the Amazonians speak English rather than German? I find out later that I'm wrong about this. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, Steve Trevor asked for help with the war. And I'm like, you know, stay. So here's the basic plot, right? You guys live in this perfectly protected paradise where no one bothers you and you don't bother anybody else and you want to stay protected until eventually an outward issue causes you to maybe think about intervening in a war that might not feel like it's yours. How would I just describe Black Panther? Yes. <laughs> to a T. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Black, and Black Panther, I believe, came before this. Yes. I guess before yeah, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so we get to Diana and Hippolyta, and Diana is assured that this is Ares, that he is Ares. Uh, Ares is with the, oh, sorry, but assured of Diana. Yeah, Di- let me phrase, I'll try it again. Diana is sure, assured was the wrong word. Diana is sure that this is Ares who's causing this war that Steve Trevor speaks about. And the question was that Ares is with the Germans and not with the British. And I'm like, this film needs a history lesson about what started World War I. Because yeah. World War Two, it's Hitler's fault. It is. It's yeah. Hitler's fault. World yeah. War One, it's everybody's fault. It's colonialism and greed and and wanting to control natural resources and um, the uh, alliance system and all of this. All those things cause this. It's got. It's not the Germans' fault in in World War One. And do you know what? Through the whole film, up until we realize, I didn't even think that was about Ares. I just thought that she was just out there to help and blah blah blah. Yeah. But she had this imagination of it must be him. And during this walk and talk, she's told she's not an Amazon and doesn't question it. No. I did. And I've been watching the film for 25 minutes, but she's been living her life there. I was like, what do you mean I'm not an Amazon? <laughs> she just goes, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Steve is taking a magic bath. It's at the world's best spa he's in. It looks so good. Yeah. I want to get in that spa. And so he gets up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, Black Panther was 2018. Oh, oh, was it? Ooh. Maybe they saw from oh. So Diana sees a naked man and just takes it largely in stride. Yeah, she does. And uh, we get the clip that I played at the beginning. Would you say that you're a typical example of your sex? He says, I'm above average. <laughs> she goes, what's that? And it's a great moment where you, <laughs> he looks and goes, uh, that's a, oh, 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 that, that's a watch. <laughs> um <laughs> And they start talking about time. And he goes, well, the what, you know, it tells you, you know, what time you should get up, what time you should have your breakfast, what time you should go to sleep. And she goes, you let this little thing tell you what to do? And I thought she was talking about his penis still when she said that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and he says, um, and then they, they get to the back. Like, he goes, thank you for pulling me out of the water. And she goes, thank you for doing what you did on the beach. And I'm like, is no one going to talk about her dead aunt? No, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry your She's aunt so died. Over that. She's over, over it. it. Like she, and no not, emotion. And, You're right. And not even Hippolyta brings it up again. No. Like no one brings up again that Buttercup died. Oh. oh as you wish. <laughs> Dread Pirate Roberts. I'll tell you what, that's not the only Princess Bride reference I'm going to make today either. Mm. 
So um, she wants to go help, but he suggests that she shouldn't. So then she goes, well, why do you want to fight? And he goes, okay, fair enough. You're right. You can come with me. Uh, and then Diana decides that she's going to break in the tower with all the gods' gifts. And she does this. She falls for a bit and then goes, you know what's easier than climbing? If I just punch holes in the walls of the tower where everybody else has to like live still after I go. Exactly. <laughs> Crying out loud. Um, and so <laughs> she steals God Killer. Which is like the think about the payoff for this. This is the greatest bait and switch. And like everybody commits to this lie to build like a statue or like a, a like a platform and yeah. like commit to the lie. Oh, so dumb. <laughs> and they go, we have to get off this island. I felt like lost again. Uh, turns out it's hard to get off the island. Uh, if she gets him off the island, then he must take her to Ares. And he goes, yeah, 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 because he's just leading her on. Mom comes to stop her, and Gal Gadot, I have in my notes here, is still a terrible actress. Uh, she says, I have to go, Mother, and Mother says, I know. Uh, um, says, if you leave, you may never return. Now, what did this mean? We had a discussion yeah, about we this. we did, we did, yeah. May never or can never. That's the question. Is it may, like, yeah. you may not go to the toilet? So that's about power. Yeah. Or is it may not, like, there's a chance you, 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 there's a chance you might not ever come back? I took it as though she was never coming back. I took it as you, as you are not allowed to yeah, return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just thought... But by her choice, not by anything else. Oh, I thought it meant once you leave, you can't come back. I thought she was banishing her. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah, yeah once yeah, you leave, yeah, not, you, you cannot come yeah, back. Yeah, we yeah. will not let you back in. Yeah. Which seems like a really stupid idea if your role is to stop the rise of Ares. If you tell someone if you leave, you can't come back. Exactly. Oh. Odd. Yeah. Um... And she says to her daughter, you have been my greatest love, and today you are my greatest sorrow. I'm like, ooh, that's a bit Other harsh. Just, just a bit, isn't it? Other than the sister that died. That's not, that's not a big story. <laughs> that's, that's, true. that's so true. Yeah. Like, you are like 12 hours for watching your sister like die in your arms. It's like, you're like sister of thousands of yeah. years. And, and, and like the head of your, like the general of your, or like the head trainer of all your soldiers. Yeah. And you're like, you leaving on this trip is my greatest sorrow. <laughs> Even the girl that I've known for 25 years. You are the girl who's like, I am most, you know, you're the most well-trained soldier ever. Yeah. You'll probably be okay. Hopefully she meant like her biggest disappointment and not like her greatest sorrow of today. It wasn't Can clear. you imagine if she died though? And this is the last thing that's ever said between the two of them. Wow. Oh, I know. And well, I think it is the last thing that's ever said between well, the two of them because she can't come back. I'd imagine they might show up in the sequel. I don't know. Well, I was going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and at which point, one of the, you know, one of the assistants says, should you have told her? And she goes, no, the more she knows, the sooner he will find her. And I'm like, A, how does this make any sense? Oh, no. that if she knows, he'll somehow like... Sense the is power. It, is it like, it's not like the ring you put on in Frodo and then Sauron can see you. You'd want her to know every yes, single thing about because, everything. You, know, you could argue she almost gets the poor girl killed because yeah. she's so convinced God killer is going to kill Ares. <laughs> um, and then... And also what we find out about Ares... It doesn't matter how he, he finds her straight away. Well, yeah. because she's yeah. And earlier, Diana, not Diana. Earlier, Paula argued that Ares wasn't alive, and now she's like, if I tell him, then he'll he'll find her. Like, make up your mind. Which side are you on here? Yeah, <laughs> is he and he? And so they're on a boat, and she's going fast, <laughs> and because using the flippy flops, it became this whole thing about sleeping together. And I'm like, the only reason why why Diana is pushing for this, let's sleep side by side, is so we can have these punchlines. 
Yeah. Apparently, it was improvised. Was I can't, it? Well, there's, there's, there's no reason for like. I'm gonna sleep over here. Cool. Not why can't you sleep beside me? This whole argument just designed so we can go ha 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 ha. He's talking about sex, but she doesn't know what sex is until we find out. No, no, she does know what sex is. Yeah. Hmm. All twelve. Yeah. Volumes. Apparently, the bit about physical pleasures or whatever it was that they call it. Yep. Uh, yeah, apparently that's apparently that was improvised. I couldn't find anything to back it up, but nor did I find anything that said otherwise. So, and this is where Steve Trevor says, "Well, marriage, you know, what she doesn't know what marriage." So she knows she read all twelve volumes of the physical pleasure, but doesn't know what the word marriage means. No. Odd. <sighs> and she says, "Well, you go before a judge," and I'm like, "In World War World War One, that's bullshit. You'd go into a church. Yeah, that's what you'd go to. It wouldn't be you go before a judge. I wouldn't be like you're common. Here's what you do. Here's how you get married." I'm like, you can take the film out of, you know, 1917, but you can't take 1917 out of the film. Like, that's... <laughs> Is this time travel involved? <laughs> uh, so, uh, he's now worried that she won't consider him a good catch. He goes, you have to keep in mind that back home, I, I am above average. <laughs> like, he's worried. Some, like, there's no other guy in any anywhere near that comes close to who, you know, Chris Pine is. No. There's not one so other handsome like man. Chris Pine? There's not one like. other handsome man in the whole film. No. There really isn't. No, you're right. Um... And he says, well, how were you born? He goes, oh, well, my mother sculpted me from clay and I was brought to life by Zeus. I'm like, oh, that old story. <laughs> that did make me laugh. <laughs> and we talk about the 12. Neat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we talk about the 12 volumes of pleasure and the generally that, you know, men are necessary for uh, procreation. But as far as pleasure, men are unnecessary. And he goes, oh. Mike, your game needs some work, buddy. You could have, there's yeah. so many comebacks to that. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> Come on, Chris. And then we meet General London, London Hoft, London Hoft. And uh, he's walking beside someone who says, oh, the men are tired. And so he shoots the guy who tells the men are tired. But we're all tired. Bang. Mm. Just, um, to, just to show that he's the villain. Yep. Dr. Poison is, here's the bad writing. Dr. Poison's like, I think we should give up. There's going to be an armistice. He goes, no, we shouldn't give up. And she goes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, here's a poison that I've just created that I didn't tell you about until that speech. And it's not really a poison because it's going to make it basically, it's like compound V. It's, uh, let's, it's like steroids. Absolutely. It's like superhero steroids. So you have to keep popping every now and then. Yes, you do. And it seems to have somewhat magical properties. And I hate Dr. Poison's mask. Because obviously it's going to get taken off at some point. I oddly liked it. I thought it was good for what it was. Yeah. It was actually, it's actually quite accurate to what it would have been at the time, I believe, for, if I'm remembering my year nine history correctly. Um, I think it's quite, it looked quite similar to the ones I've seen in like more historical documents. I and think it looked a little bit too pretty for historical documents, but... see. Go on. Yeah, no, go ahead, because I'm going to murder. I just, I just felt, um, I liked the whole mask thing. I think it, it showed you who she was and what she was about, and obviously she had had a travesty with her own chemistry of some sort. Yep. So, uh, yeah, just desserts. And Dr. Poison's one of these poorly written, um, and the writing is bad, is one of these poorly written um, villains or uh, henchmen. Mm-hmm. And she goes... It's going to be terrible. And she smiles. Because it's part of that old, I am from the evil league of evil, and I eat evil cereal, and I have evil toast with evil jam on it. And I like th- when I like things, I say they're evil. When I hate things, I say they're good. Smile when Ooh, I, I, say I don't like pretty things like puppies and rainbows. I like ugly things. Like, <laughs> it's just that one-dimensional, I'm a villain. Yeah. So bad. And then they go to London, which uh, is apparently is hideous. And I'm going, is she talking about the CGI here? And he goes, yeah, it's not for everyone. How much the budget was, the CGI wasn't that great. It wasn't certain points. And certain points, I went, I don't like this. 
Well, you look, go back to Terminator 2 in 1992. Yeah, 91. 91, 92. And look at the CGI in yeah, there. Yeah, you're not wrong. Amazing. Yeah. Sometimes less is more. Yeah. And I, if I may, this is, a, this is the first of the podcast here. Uh, okay. I would like to recite a verse of poetry. Oh, go for it. <laughs> this, is from, Ian. this is from Cargoes by John Macefield. Oh, go for it. Dirty, pretty coaster with a salt-caked smokestack butting through the channel in the marred March days with a cargo of tying coal, road rails, pig lead, firewood, ironware, and cheap tin trays. Mm. And that was basically him saying, we think we're this great empire, but actually it's pretty stinking filthy here. Yeah, it is. And time. you look at London, this is the, and this is right, they're going up the English Channel. They're going down the Thames into London, and it yeah. looks disgusting. And it's like, this is this is London? This is what all the fuss mm. is about? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he needs to buy her some clothes. And she goes, what do women wear to battle? <laughs> <laughs> A bodice. Uh, and then we meet uh, Steve Trevor's secretary at a candy, played by... Lucy Davis. Now, you we were talking about this. Now, Lucy Davis is from the British version of the office. Yeah, your office, not not yeah. not our, my office. Well, Canada, America. Yeah, not the North yeah, American yeah. office. Okay. So, who is she in this in this version of it of the office? Who is she? Who's her character? Do we know? Oh, what was her name? She's the main main girl in it. Wait, what? She's she's the main girl. Is she like Pam? Is she like the, the, the love interest for like, for like Tim? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up. No, she is. Because I've seen that. She looks much different. She does. And I said to you, she looks so <laughs> I different. I didn't know who you were talking about. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Lucy, Lucy David. Lucy Dave, Davis. Lucy Davis. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. Plays yeah. Dawn Tinsley. Dawn. Wow. Yeah. Playing opposite Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah. 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 In, in, in the North America one, they'd be called Jim and Pam. Here, they're oh, Tim okay. and whatever her name Dawn. was. Yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Like, she was like the sweetheart who you want him to end up with at yeah. the end. Yeah. I'll say this. I thought she was good in this. I thought she was funny. I, was great. I love her. I felt she was drastically <laughs> underused. Yep. I She's agree. also in um, the new Netflix, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, is she really? Sabrina the okay. Witch, yeah. She also makes a brief appearance in Shaun of the Dead. Okay. <laughs> A brief appearance. <laughs> um, and then they try to go shopping, and then eventually she decides uh, on basically what feels like it's a Sherlock cosplay. Yes. Or she's, di- or she's Diane Keaton in Annie Hall. It's weird. Yeah. She says, how can a woman fight in this? And she says, fight? We use our principles. Yes. Uh, it's something about getting the vote as well. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. what I want my hair to look like, though. That is how oh, is I it? wish my hair looked. Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're told the sword and shield don't really work, and they sort of take her sword and her shield away, which is going to be important because in a minute, they're going to get mugged. Well, not mugged, they're going to get attacked. And then at one point, did she ask her why she's got a sword? Or This became a, a fault of this film, is they just went, oh, you're kind of... You're quirky kind of, that you've got a sword yeah. And sh- yeah put the sword down and uh as the germans go to shoot steve trevor diana uses her cuffs to stop a bullet and then beats oh, up the bad guys oh what have i missed here ellie the bit where he puts the glasses on her okay Which and is like, um uh, lucy davis goes really specs and suddenly she's not the most beautiful woman you've ever seen and it was just like such a crushing insult against all of those stupid rom-coms where like you get the girl with the bushy um, hair and the glasses she's all oh, that. i also thought also that was a throwback to superman throwback to superman yeah. Clark, and how Clark the glasses don't actually make you look that different no at all. but that yeah, was the ultimate dis- that, that, that is a thing though but in 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 yeah but the difference between superman and clark kent is he looks the exact bloody same he's just wearing glasses and you're like yeah. lois lane's like oblivious to it and he takes the glass off he's clearly <laughs> superman mm. um and so um 
as we said, Diana uses her cuffs to stop a bullet, and then all the bad guys just stare at the one bullet. And this film is so guilty of let's all attack her one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a trope, and I don't know how you get her to get away from it otherwise, but it still feels lazy. And then we and then meet. She steps backwards onto the glasses. Yeah, I see. I, I apparently didn't care enough. I must hate because I wear glasses, so I think I must hate the glasses, so I don't even bother acknowledging oh, them. There we yeah, are. but it was hating on the glasses. It wasn't. Yeah. like but it, it was that, that idea. These are pointless. That why am I wearing them? I think yeah. it reminds me that I can't just I can't away. just step yeah. on my glasses and free myself from them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we go to the council and we meet Sir Patrick Morgan, played by David Thewlis. Also, yeah. yeah, Professor Lupin, also Inspector Ghoul in the terrible remake of an Inspector Calls in 2015 oh, yeah. on the BBC. Oh, he is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and everybody's very nervous at the sight of a woman in the council, which was a fun moment. Yeah, but that took a little while. I mean, you could argue there's a metaphor here about Hollywood, about women being in a room where decisions are made by men. Like, yeah. this could be very, very metaphorical. But when you noticed her coming in beforehand? <sighs> I know, I know. Do you know, know what I mean? And causing a bit of a stir? Yeah. Oh, well. And he says, we must achieve an armistice at any cost, which feels very on Inspector Ghoul. Mm. Although he wasn't about fire and blood and anguish, so maybe it is very, I don't know. <laughs> and we find out she's got a nickname or a new name of Diana Prince, which will never come up again. No. No, but it's a fun little moment. She's just, she's a princess. Yeah. Um, you no, know, he does refer to her as Miss Prince later on. Oh, does he? He does, So yeah. briefly comes up later. Briefly comes back later. <laughs> Diana has given the book, it can translate, because she speaks thousands of languages, that it's mustard gas. Uh, it will kill everyone, but that's what soldiers do, someone says. Mm-hmm. The general whose room they're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Pine, Steve Trevor is told to stand down, but then Diana says, where I come from, generals don't hide in their offices. You should be ashamed. Ashamed. Yeah. Like that See, le- maybe maybe because I was watching this on a small screen and not on a big screen, but I didn't find her acting that atrocious. I thought she was I okay in this I thought she was okay in the scene. What 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 Ian's trying to say is she's okay with like the arguey bits, it's the emotional side of things that she's not very good at. Anybody can yell. Yeah. yeah. Anybody can yell. It's the part where I have to you I have to actually believe you're grieving, or I have to actually believe you're conflicted, or I have to actually believe that you're yeah. sorrowful, or I have to actually believe all these things and then believe I any of it. The- I don't think the writing helped with that in this particularly, though. No, the but... Let's just pretend that your aunt didn't just die. And the problem is, I've never seen Gal Gadot in anything else. So I don't know if Patty Jenkins is partially to blame or if Patty Jenkins made her better than she was. Because yeah. I have yeah, no other frame know. of reference. And she had I, no empathy either. I have what she was in Batman versus Superman, directed by somebody else. Mm. But I also, like I said, they hid her, her weaknesses really well. Yeah. Because you can do that when she's just the third player. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she then yells at uh, Steve. Steve says he was lying. She challenges him. And in a cool moment, he wraps his own wrist in the lasso of truth. Yeah. But he, admits, like that bit. But he admits it's a terrible idea. And then he reinforces <laughs> yeah. And then we meet Samir, uh, also known as Sammy, played by Saeed Tama- Tam- Tigmawi. Yeah, I like that. And Charlie, played by Ewan Bremer, Bremner. And Ewan Bremner was Spud in yeah, Trainspotting. Trainspotting, yep. He's a, I mean, of course they've aged, but he's aged. Yeah. Um, well, it must be what, 25, 22 years, years, something like that? Something yeah. Like that, yeah. Uh, Samir meets her and knows who is this work of art? And he's a bit of a shyster. He's trying to scam people. Uh, we found out she speaks Greek and she looked like Kobe Smulders in that hat. I thought yeah, it was Robin Shabatsky inviting me to go to the mall. Who's that? How about your mother, See, here's Robin? Here's the thing, though. No, okay. 
Uh, she was. She also That's- plays um, 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 Maria Hill in the um, Avengers universe. She's like Nick Fury. She's the girl who's always with Nick Fury. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought she looked like her in that outfit she was yeah, wearing here. Yeah. Georgia, are you trying to say something? Yeah, there was a point where Kobe Smulders was actually billed to play Wonder Woman. What? Wow. Yeah. Um, she didn't oh. take it. Eventually, went obviously went to go. Uh, Godosha's brief. He considered for it. Um, she also she then went on to voice the role of Wonder Woman though in the Lego Movie in 2014. Really? Oh. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd be very curious. Maybe we can find this out as part of the age game. What's the age difference between Gal Gadot and Kobe Smulders? Mm. I'd be very curious. Yeah, very. Yeah. Um, and so it may well have been when it was in earlier production yeah. that she was considered. I'm just wondering it, if yeah. they went, if we do how many sequels, how long can we? How, yeah, because you think about Black Smothers, Widow yeah. now, you know, um, Scarlett Johansson's been in the role since Iron Man 2, and Iron Man 2 was Jeez, 2010, something about them, and now in 2020, she's kind of eight. I don't know if she's aging out, but how long can you keep with the role for? Yeah, so Scarlett would have been a lot younger, I think, than Kobe Smulders would have been in 20. 17, at least for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll um, put it for you for later. Thank you very much. So, and they go, well, where's Charlie? And as if on cue, like he was waiting for his character introduction. And everything goes loud. There's a, there's a, a loud, because th- there's a fight. And yeah. at first you think Charlie's the big guy beating the guy up. And then you find out, no, nope, Charlie's the little guy getting beaten up. Yeah. And there he is. Um, and um, then they have a conversation where they doubt the strength of Gal Gadot. And on cue again, someone mm-hmm. walks up trying to shoot uh, Steve Trevor, and she unarms him, and they go, oh, okay. At which point, Samir goes, I'm both frightened and aroused. And I'm going, oh, so you're the uh, Howard Wallowitz of the group, for anybody who's seen uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> and I'm like, why don't – I was sitting there going, that feels a bit outdated, that joke. Yeah, here's a little creepy guy who just hits on her. But it is set in World War One. Well, it's set, in, it's set in World War One, but the fact that he's of um, he's of Middle Eastern descent, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's not no, really no, World no, War One. No. I mean, no. I know they're in London, but yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, oh, sorry, I've completely lost where I am. Oh, and then Professor Lupin shows up, and this is where my whole theory of you're in way too small a part for the level of actor you are. Mm. My alarm starts going off. Now, someone had spoiled this for me already. But I think I would have got there by going, yeah. by going, you're way too big an actor for this role. Yeah. And you're helping. Like, I've seen this before. I know what's going to happen here. But he offers to help and gives him some finances and says, Etta could run the mission from his office. And I was glad because I meant we were going to get more of Etta. And it really wasn't much more of Etta. No. no. I thought that as well. I was good. I, 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 thought we, I don't know how you organically get her in there, but I thought uh, that's, 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 a, that's a regret for me. She I thought she was more. better. So much better. Uh, they're the King's Cross. She gets an ice cream. She loves ice cream and tells the vendor you should be very proud. <laughs> I did love that. Uh, when they get to France, uh, she says it's awful. Steve says that's why we're here, and then we go back to the German general, uh, London Waft, London Hoft, and he says London one Hoft. attack and the war will be ours. But twenty four hours and the war will be over. And he says, well, it's over for you. And he throws a canister of mustard gas and locks the door, and they die. <laughs> also throws in a gas like, gas mask because he wants to see them fight over yeah. it before yeah. they die. But here's my yeah. question: is like. Okay, everybody in the room's dead, but is no one outside the room gonna get like on the on the ringer to like Berlin and be like, "Yo, Lindenwolf just like killed everybody." It would be like is everybody in the base in that room? <laughs> Talk about not wanting to be in the room where it happened. 
<laughs> and it starts leaking out the doors. So wouldn't you want to get out of the way? Oh well, he he he's he's already like oh. compound V'd up, hasn't oh, he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, General Ludendorff, though, um, was a real person. He was a was a real um, high World commander in World War. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not they. People don't think he was necessarily more ruthless than other high commanders um at the time yeah, but he is the person that authorized the use of use of mustard gas no and then we meet around the campfire and we meet the chief played by uh eugene Braverock, and diana learns about colonialism yeah. Bri- briefly Br- very briefly yeah <laughs> well, why don't you why aren't you free in your own land because of his people and they point at, at, at you know steve trevor who's both british and american at the same time he's an american but working for the british intelligence yeah yeah and it's like all right, and then it's kind of like, all right, we're, you know, he doesn't point to like Spuds people because they were, you know, Spice. British settlers before yeah, they were yeah. Americans. But okay, off we go. Um, Spud has night terrors and is very unlikable, and this is never resolved in any way. No, and I like the fact you call him Spud. Yep, from <laughs> Train Spud, Charlie Spud. <laughs> but he has night terrors and probably yeah. got his heroin days and. Uh, <laughs> But like he's like, how get away from me? And then that's never brought up never. or addressed or solved or you'd almost think or it you was never saw it again or it no. had no impact the next day. No, odd, strange. It's like Improvised. he said, it's like he said, I it's like I think he said, I, I want my character to have some sort of an arc. And they went, all right, yeah. you can have. A, I wonder if something ended up on the cutting room floor because it feels like a really weird thing to bring up and then never address again. And the fact that Diana yeah. goes over to him and they do. There is a little bit again later where he can't shoot, and then there's a bit where he starts singing and. Steve says he hasn't heard him sing Singing for a such while. a long time. So I think there's probably something that's been... <sighs> Chopped down? Or not not fully yeah. elaborated. Because it was a long it film. Seems like there was something it there. Was, yeah. Two and 20, it was a long film. And it felt it felt every minute of that two and 20. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we now go to the trenches. And I like the sequence. The sequence in the trenches and the, what comes out of this, I thought was a nice scene to watch. But again, there's a woman in the trenches and no yeah. one's taken he, any bit of notice. He, and not until she starts to get changed. Yeah. <laughs> he tells Diana they can't save everyone in the war. And by he, I mean Steve. And then he tries to explain trench warfare, which, is a, a, you know, we don't charge each other on horses. We go here, they go there. We fire guns. We wait our turn. And she's she's very preachy. Yeah. No one has to die. Okay, you know, if we were all had superpowers, you'd probably be right. It'd be nice, yeah. Uh, she then headdresses up, climbs the ladder, and goes for a slow-mo walk. And it looks cool. It's very cool. Yeah. I like this sequence. We, it's, it's not even, the, it's not even the, 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 the theme yet. Oh, I know. No, the theme, because I made note of the first time we heard it. Oh, okay. Uh, she's taking all the fire. At which point, Chris Pine goes, she's taking all the fire. Let's go. Now, that <laughs> makes sense until they notice somebody else is there. It's like, well, I've committed to shooting at Diana. Yeah, I can't exactly. shoot anybody. Like, yeah. they'd be dead within moments. Yeah, exactly. This is stupid. <laughs> and they're all shooting from the same vantage point, so they don't spread out wire to get her from the side. And like none of this happens. They just go, keep shooting at the shield. Yeah. Because it'll eventually work. <laughs> stupid. Um, Plot hole number 368. <laughs> and so, like, I've got my notes here. It's a big fucking chance you're taking there, Captain Kirk. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And they have a grenade. And uh, this by they, I mean, I think it's Spud. Charlie has the grenade mm-hmm. and throws it at the Germans. And I'm like, why did not a single German try to throw a grenade at her? There's a bomb which she hits to the side, but like get off to the side and just like lob it ten feet behind her. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, it was just like yeah, yeah. just keep firing that one gun. Mm. And then she goes into a she runs into a German occupied town because the the trench retreats. 
they go into a house and then she's surrounded and then the theme plays and they're all coming out from every angle and it looks cool and the slow-mo and the cinematography is excellent but man there's a lot of cuts and a lot of cuts means it doesn't look that convincing but then at times there were these big cool moments where she's like kicking and jumping and those parts i got in slow-mo i didn't pay close enough attention to see if it was her doing it i didn't it probably was i'd like to think it was yeah or else what are you doing yeah yeah this film did win um outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble uh, for the screen actors guild award and the list of stunt uh stunt men and women that are in this film is pages long i'm just curious if she had one or not by stunt ensemble it's not by stunt actor it's by the ensemble so yeah and the set pieces and this part here in the middle this is the middle of act two i really liked this i thought it was really good um and so they fight outside and they hold to that most tried and true strategy of one guy attacks her at a time and then this bit and i don't know how they learned maybe something that chris pine saw when he was in paradise island but they like hold up this piece of metal it's like it's like a shield, shield. it's yeah. a shield and she launches off it now how he knows how much range she has on that jump of hers i don't know and would she squash him apparently not because it didn't happen but yeah you'd think so like her yeah. legs would be equally as powerful yeah yeah, I don't think. Well, we see we see the shield move happen earlier in the earlier in the film. We it's done it. by another. It's Amazon, done by another Amazon. I yeah, I think it's in one of the training montages. And I, I think don't think it's I on think it's, the beach. Is it one of the Amazons to her, or is it one of the Amazons to 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 it's another? Two, two different Amazons. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah. I thought it was Buttercup who went up and did the big the big move. But it might the, have been. Yeah. 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 So it's like a. How does he know this? B. How does he know how high she can jump? Yeah. C. Why aren't they squashed? plot hole number 368 well there's a few of them yeah <laughs> and she goes through the wall of a church and then she's finally successful the germans are beaten the belgians all come out and applaud and they do a photograph and it was a cute moment going everyone remember to stay extremely still this is very important and i'm like okay it is kind of funny for a modern day audience where we all have you know cameras in our pockets at, so at all time yeah and everything is instant but we get that photograph that we saw earlier and that's rewarding for the audience you like to see something go that's the thing i saw early and, and now it's come true here i, I i've seen the oh yeah <laughs> and we feel like we've earned something like it's some sort of like a a, a crumb they've like, i've discovered it a checkpoint but we like do, yeah we do like it we, do. we couldn't be too far away from the end no of the this is act seen the photo again this is the end of act two it's, well, it's not even the end of act two because we got a whole thing with the gala still so they're liberated and inspector ghoul aka lemus rupin or rumus leapin or whatever his name is Remus lupin <laughs> aka whatever his name is the, je- the werewolf guy werewolf inspector. guy the guy who's helping them not Ares until he is, uh, tell Cinderella's prince, that would be Chris Pine, not to disrupt the gala. Uh, Lupin asked the secretary how likely Steve Trevor is to disobey, and she's going, oh, very likely. And he goes, oh, no. Wah, 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 wah. Bah, bah, boom. Like, come on, if you're, if you're Ares, this is far too, I know it's all a misdirect, but come on. Yeah. Um, and this is the last we see of her. Adam, this is the last we see of Adam in the film. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Dan- Stephen Diana. No, she's there right at the end, isn't she? But it's the last time she says anything. I think. Oh, okay, she's just there. There. I think she's okay. there at the end. Oh, looking at making the- up the numbers. Victory, victory day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Diana dance sway, and it snows, and she's never seen snow, and that was kind of cute. Hmm. And she asks, "Is this what people do when there are no wars to fight?" And I was like, that's not a bad line. I was all right with that line. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. what do you do when there's no wars to fight? All she does is train. She just knows about training. Yeah. So what does happiness look like? And we hear at this point, this is where we get uh, Charlie's playing the piano. And singing, he sounds great. 
He does. He sounds great. He does. Uh, and this is where Steve goes, oh, well, um, they watch babies crawl around together. He goes, what's that like? He goes, I have no idea. And they go into a room. He closes the door. They kiss. And then we fade to mourning. So I think the assumption here is they sleep together. Of course. Yeah. To which point, like, what, stupid not to. what makes Amazons different from human beings? Just the immortality side? Yeah. Apparently, we'll- if they if they don't have to reproduce, then does she have reproductive organs? Is that the sole purpose of sex? She's a clay model, isn't she? It's <laughs> <laughs> almost so, so like a Barbie doll. <laughs> I don't know. See, See, the thing is, to play they with. want her to be different until we don't want yeah. her to be different, and oh, then no. we want her to be different. So, in this case, we want them to be equals. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's like Superman and Lois Lane. She, yeah, you she, know, he'd kill her, wouldn't he? He'd kill that, and like if he, <laughs> Hulk, like, yeah. like every sperm would make its way to the egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah, like. Yeah, it just, it just be, wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't work. No, but they sleep together. In the morning after, they convince the others, and a little bit of vice versa. We're going to keep the mission going. Mm. Keep it going, guys. We're doing well. But then she rides off in the front, and then they all start like making fun of her. Like, can you believe she thinks Ares is real? Oh, you don't really believe that, do you? And of course, um, the chief is the only one who does. But the rest were like making fun of her, and I'm like, she like single handedly liberated. Like, who cares what she says? Run with yeah, it. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. Even so, yeah. I don't believe at this point. No. <laughs> they get into the gala, and Samir is the driver, and they fake losing the invitation, and this somehow works. My theory is if you have a military event going on that requires an invitation, probably if there's someone, you know who's really good at maintaining rules? The military. They are. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, kind of the whole premise of what they do. Um, I just I, find it a bit weird when they like are supposed to be speaking in different languages, and they're just using weird yeah, accents, I, like I agree German with you. accents. But I will say, yeah. I thought Chris Pine's German accent was really good. I thought so too. I thought he was really good. I did. Yeah. He's like the reverse Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him in this scene. I like. I liked him throughout. I thought he was really yeah, good. Yeah, I liked him throughout, but yeah. in this scene in particular. Okay. Yeah. Doctor Poison refuses a drink from the German Chris Pine. Uh, I imagined, as, as you said, I think it caused problems with the mask. You can't have her drink, so no. like dribble out of her mouth. Dribble, dribble. Yeah. <laughs> he comes at it with flattery. And uh, then this is like almost Star Wars levels of bad writing. I love fire, don't you? It's like a living act of entropy, the ultimate act of destruction. Everything eventually returns to the ashes they came from. I see all of that in your eyes. Perhaps you could show me what you're working on. And to her credit, she goes, nah. But partially because there's a focus pull to Diana. The minute he looks at someone else, she gets all, oh, yeah, I'm not the prettiest girl in the room. And I'm sorry, if you're the girl wearing a mask... (laughs) Yeah, they start having a bit of a How face often off. are you feeling like you are the prettiest girl in the room? Mm. Let's not lose face over this. Ah, if anyone knows, she knows. <laughs> um, and it's just besides, I'm loyal to General Lundenwaft. And <laughs> Ludendorff. Ludendorff? Okay. And Diana is pulled for... his name so many different times. And Diana is pulled for a dance by... You should do a montage L- of Ludendorff? Ludendorff. 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 And he tells her to enjoy the war and there will be no peace. And this is, again, like the evil League of Evil. Yeah. I hate peace. Uh, he stopped from killing... Uh, sorry, she is stopped from killing Ludendorff by Steve Archer. And at this point, like, every time she walks by someone, it's, it's funny, but you can see that the she's, cause she's the nicked sword. the dress from somebody else. That yeah. was the big problem. You don't look like you make it in. She, she's, she's kidnapped or... or mugged some woman for her dress and the woman was a jerk so we feel okay with the fact that diana did this yeah and there's the sword sticking out of the back somewhere pardon me is the woman running around naked somewhere she's uh 
she obviously doesn't have doesn't have uh, you know yeah. any of the stuff that Diana had, so I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Weird. That, that's your hero, and so <laughs> and so. But she, her sword is like stuck down. The, every time she walks by someone, the you whole have, handle. You should have like the whole hilt is out. You should yeah. have everybody coming out going like, What's that what? Down? But no one notices this no. sword running down her dress. It's just a really ornate back to but the But she dress. was like the prettiest girl in the room. So like everybody looks at her when she walks in, but they're like, oh, I'm tired of the pretty woman. Because that's what happens. You go, uh, so it's, it's like gorgeous woman I still. I so wanted her to pull the sword out and slice the dress off. <laughs> <laughs> so she was unwrapped. Uh, and then, um, <laughs> sorry, but then, yeah, well, she does take the dress off later, but it's while she's riding. We don't see it. Yeah. 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 And mm. so she pushes by Steve. He should go flying with how strong she is. Yes. And then she decides to go to the village because there's a gas cannon that goes off and we go to the village and not one, not one person survives. And the score tells me I should be sad. And my argument is I'm not sad. And this doesn't have any emotional impact on me. You no. want to know why? Because when they freed this Belgian village, they did not get me to know any of the residents in None. one moment. Could None. you not have had the owner of the pub come out and be like, we are so thankful to you for helping liberate our village yeah. here, here, here. And have some like lovely like old woman like kiss her on both cheeks and give me a third person. And then when you go, th- a, 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 little, a little kid. kid. Yeah. And then as you go by, you just see those three. In, in, in the third one, it's of a little kid who says hi, has a teddy bear. And you don't see the face. You just see an arm from behind a wall laying down with a teddy bear on the ground yeah that gets me to care about this and go i feel your pain i'm like wow the people who i didn't know about and i never got to know were dead bummer yeah (sighs) move on stupid like she did with her (laughs) isn't that difficult you know what i mean i know i know this is not oh but like georgia said it's played with problems from the start (laughs) yes um and then she is angry at Chris Pine because you stopped me from killing Ares. And all of mankind is corrupted, not just the Germans. I'm like, welcome to the party, love. Yeah. Uh, she tracks down. You killed them. She tracks down Ludendorff and they have a fight, uh, but not before he takes his energy drink and is able to hang with her briefly. Her hands are cut resistant because she like catches the blade in her hands. And I'm like, why are her hands? What are the rules? I never understood what the rules were for what affects her and what doesn't because bullets can kill them, but swords won't slice you. Mm. Well, I think it's because she's special, isn't she? I well, then why does she have the normal to, Amazon? Then why are we showing all the things going off of her arms and uh, off of her cuffs and not off of her skin? Yeah, if she's because bulletproof, that's what harnesses the power. That's the Thor an- analogy. It's like you don't need the hammer to focus, but you need it to focus it to learn to use it. I guess I don't actually know. That's just what fa- makes sense. Pull Shazam, shoot her in the face, and when it doesn't work, you go, "Oh shoot!" Yeah, but it clearly was the idea that she sees things quickly, Matrix style, and can ping the the, the cuffs, and that's that. Yeah. <sighs> Is that your hand up, Ellie? No. Sorry. Okay. No, you're fine. Um, and so um, there's the full fight, and there's the full theme, and then she decides she's going to pull her own Inigo Montoya moment. <laughs> Or, or my name is Maximus Derdus Meridius, or whatever his name. Maximus Modestus Meridius, commander of the army north, husband to a murdered wife, father to a murdered son, <laughs> and I will get my vengeance in this life for the next. See, once he starts, you can't stop him. You have to let him go through it all. <laughs> she goes, "I am Diana of Themyscira, a daughter of Hippolyta, and the name of all that is good. Your wrath upon this world is over." And she loves the, it's like her own Eagle Montoya moment. It is. That, that's the other Princess Bride thing I was talking oh, about. Right? Okay. She kills a man and thinks she's killed a god, and then a surprise. It's a nice moment where we get point of view shot and we see all the soldiers still loading up the mustard gas and she's like it didn't stop and it's like this <sighs> but again at no point did i think 
Ares was going to show up. And I got see, I got a huge you know, problem with this film in a minute, and we'll talk about it. But yeah, the idea of it, well, it can't be Ares because the war hasn't stopped, no. which makes sense if Ares is an idea or a concept. But then he's not an idea or a concept. He is a man. Yeah. Or a god, posing as a man. Um, and then she goes, and then she's conflicted or comes up by, Chris Pine comes up and she goes, well, maybe people aren't always good. And he goes, yes, we're all to blame. And she goes, I'm not. Goes, okay. He said, well, maybe I am. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yes. So the person goes like, you know, um, you know, I don't like, you know, all people, all teachers are, the, well, I'm not one of them. Okay, fine. Maybe not you, but thank you for making your point. Yeah. Um, he says, please come with me. I have to go. And she goes, eh. And he goes, fine, I have to go. And she stands up there longer looking out over the balcony. And you know, I'm going to say it. Like Cersei Lannister. It is. Looks out, <laughs> looks out of the balcony, just looking at everything, going, what do I do now? Yeah. And thankfully, the answer is nothing, because this answer is going to come right to you. Yeah, it's behind you. It's, it's, it's behind you. <laughs> uh, Sir Patrick is behind her, and she realizes he's Ares. And he goes, they don't deserve our help. They only deserve destruction. This I'm is not a weak plot. It is. Yeah. I'm not, and a weak reveal. I'm not your yeah. enemy, Diana. I'm the only one who truly knows you and truly knows them. And then again, she goes, my name is Aniko Montoya. You <laughs> killed my father. And she stabs his hand, and the sword breaks. God killer. God killer is a really stupid name for a sword. Can we agree with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least Thor's hammer has got a cool name. Well, like, actually, Kenneth, is cool. Kenneth Branagh. I was brings up. Kenneth Branagh asked if it was if if it was a deal breaker. If he had could, could rename Mjolnir, and they went, "Oh, absolutely, it's a deal breaker. You cannot rename Mjolnir." I guess Patty Jenkins. They went, "No, nah, go ahead. Yeah, do what you want. You want some cool? No, I'm just going to make God Killer. God Killer. Well, what about the island? No, no, we'll keep the actual name of the island, yeah. but 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 the, but the sword, God Killer. Mm. To be fair, the island I did find out was um, called Paradise Island when it was first when Wonder Woman was first created in the comics. Okay, it wasn't until the eighties um, when it got a formal the formal Greek name. The formal Greek name. Scarab. Okay, yeah. cool beans. Uh, and so uh, we find out that, and then he has to tell her the sword's not God Killer. You are, and I'm like, why would you say Take this? Care. Stupid. Have like a voiceover effect where her aunt is telling her the words from beyond the grave or something. Yeah, <sighs> this is another movie we have to fix. Uh, you know, actually, you know, we could. This could be fixed. Yes, this could be fixed. Could. And he goes, "I'm not the god of war. I'm the god of truth." We have more flashbacks. Man destroys each other. Uh, Ares says he only shows them inspiration for weapons and formulas. So he's Loki. He's Loki in the first Avengers film, whispering to people and having them do what he wants. Yeah. Uh, he asks for help in destroying the humans or letting them destroy themselves. So they can return the world to its natural state and cue the CGI one versus one fight. And he can fly and then she can fly. He's very Magneto here. He is, he's like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's the problem when you've seen so many comic book films now is everything reminds you of something else that's yeah. happened before. Mm. And then here's what's called the side plot and what I think is a far more interesting story. Steve Archer has to take over the plane. Yeah. And he goes, well, I'll blow it up. So I got to blow it up. I got to ground it because it'll take up 50 miles of people if it explodes where they're going to put it down. Well, says, well, if you do it here, it'll kill 50 million, 50 miles of people here as well. And so at this point, I'm going, okay, I know what this is. It's, it's a rehash of Captain America. Yeah, we know what's happening. But that's fine. Okay, fine. It's a rehash of Captain America. He's going to kill himself for the greater good. Fine. Uh, Ares allows Steve and Diana to have a moment. Like, Ares let Steve and Diana have a long moment. Yeah. You Why? Do that. I don't know. No, you wouldn't. I'm going to let her say goodbye. Yeah. I can wait. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'll just have a tea break. Yep. 
goes to Lou. And we hear from her perspective, which is weird, because we hear the ringing in her ears, because she's suddenly getting her butt handed to her a little bit by Aries, and for the first time, she's like, I guess ringing to the ears is a sign that you're somewhat weakened. Yeah. Can't show, her, show the audience. She's pretty, so we can't have her bleed. No. So we'll just make her ears be ringing for, you know, a minor inconvenience that she'll get over really quickly. Yeah. And it's a shame she can't hear this conversation, though. She can, you can vaguely hear a bit. Yes. Uh, Ares ignores all this because he's busy turning himself all CGI with flames and armor. Yeah. Uh, back in the poison factory, they blow up the poison factory with the side characters. We have no regard for if there's any mustard gas in there, and I call bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I call bullshit. I too. assume all the mustard gas <laughs> is on that plane. Yep, there's nothing else being made. <laughs> they blow it up. Everybody dies. <laughs> uh, then there's the final fight, and Ares isn't intimidating, is he? No. It's Remus Lupin. Yeah, he's, he's not mean enough, and I think that's why it's, a, it's had, an old skinny man with a mustache. I think that's why they had all the the, the armory mustache. bits. Yeah, it's, the, mustache the mustache really does. I know it's his trademark, ruins but it. yeah, yeah. Because I know because he just looks like Remus Lupin. He does. Remus Lupin is more intimidating as a werewolf than he is as Remus Lupin because Remus Lupin is a good guy in the end. Spoilers for Harry Potter. But oh, like, you ruined it for so, me. So now he's not. Now I can't see him because now he's a good guy turned bad guy. I'm like, no, he's a good guy. It's Remus Lupin. But he's got her like wrapped up in this like steel like. That keeps crushing coffin her. thing that yeah. keeps crushing her. But as it happens, she's like looking around. And again, he just sits back and lets her have her moment where she's looking at all the people fighting and she's staring off. And then we get cross-cutting between her and, and Steve. Steve. Yeah. And it keeps getting closer and closer of each cross-cut to show emotion and all this stuff. And, and that's then where she's focusing on him, isn't she? Yeah. And so I've got, uh, I swore I heard Steve tell Diana he needs to take a rain check on that dance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she keeps looking at his plane and Ares respects us I still don't know why no score is well, I think he's he's trying to get her to relinquish and start killing the people isn't he Maybe. because he wants the two of them to like shack up or something but if only a god can kill another god just take her that's out that's what gods are like yeah. this is literally the <laughs> only person in the world who can kill you take her out mm-hmm. well that's maybe that's why he doesn't want to try and take her out because he doesn't want to die she's trapped well, she's not that trapped, is she? Well, she's not until... Well, she won't be in a minute, but right now she is. <laughs> until the anger takes over. R- right, right now, the fact she can't move is a pretty good... I think that's the definition of trapped, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe he knows that she's got bigger powers, because I guess he so. knows that well, she's a god. He, she doesn't know that. If yet. you wait five seconds, he'll probably tell her, because he tells her everything else. Yeah. True, yeah, I've never yeah. thought, how should we get this information to her? We'll just have the villain tell her. And we'll have him tell her, but she's the only thing that can kill him. Yeah, Before she's ready to give up, like, oh my god, you broke the thing that kills gods. What am I going to do? He's like, oh, it's okay. You're the thing that can kill gods. Oh, so I'm not dead. No, no, you're totally still in this. It's <laughs> 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 so fucking dumb. It is dumb. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's why I was trying to wrap up the movie? Yes. Uh, I think they got themselves. Like, uh, how do we get out of this? Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, her we anger. See this so many times. So then we have the the plane blows up. But here's the thing: like, it's not like the the gas just stays in the air. Like it surely it would come down a bit. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yes. I, I guess the thing is, it's high enough up that it just it, you just created mustard gas rain. <laughs> mustard rain. Loud. I was going to say it's not quite purple rain. Like is it? the problem is, she has to see the plane blow up. That's yeah. the problem. But the problem is, you've said it's a fifty mile radius. If it does blow up, yeah, there's no way he's fifty miles away. No way, no. Stupid. And equally, he was very close to some of it when the when the bomb goes off in the village. Like I know we get yeah. it that Wonder Woman walks through it because apparently it doesn't affect her. Yeah, but he gets. <laughs> He gets within a meter and starts coughing. And then so walks I'm kind back, of going, yeah. Yeah. Ah. 
But also, as someone who's had had to work with potentially mustard gas before, because if you work in a swimming pool, you mix the wrong chemicals, you get mustard gas. That okay. is what happens. Um, it moves quickly, but like you'd have to be trapped in a room with no air with, with it. So actually, outside mustard gas, unless there was a hell of a lot of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she sees him blow up, and her anger frees her from this prison. And now she starts destroying everybody. And I'm like, is this the message of the film? And then I find out, no, it's not, because he's going like, oh, he's saying like, use that anger, destroy them all. And I'm like, is this Star Wars now? Like, what mm. is this? Like, he's like, come to the dark side, use your anger, don't feed the yeah. Um, and he says, you know, look at her and tell me I'm wrong. We have Dr. Poison who stumbled out here. The mask has come off and like her face is slightly scarred. I was watching a big screen TV here, a fairly big screen TV. And like with all the smoke and the flames and the gas, like it wasn't that, no. if it was supposed to be some sort of big reveal, it was, it was diminished by all these, there's going to be a close up of her face. Yeah. I, I was underwhelmed. Anybody want to, I don't, I didn't say I, I was could, underwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting mm-hmm. like a big gaping. Cause you, cause you tease me with this all movie long. I'm expecting like Harvey oh, Dent. Harvey Two-Face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and so then we have one more flashback and Diana says, uh, oh, sorry. I mean, the flashback is the, that last meeting. And now she's got some sort of special filter. Like her Wi-Fi had a lag and now she can hear after the buffering, what was happening in that conversation. I don't think she could hear. <laughs> I think that was for us. That was for the audience. Really? Because, like... It just seems... This, like, motivates her, though. It's right after this, she has, like, her big comeback. It just seems weird. It does seem weird. Yeah, very weird. Maybe she's got some sort of... Maybe she... Tell you what she's got. She's got Final Battle plus one. Yeah, I thought... Where you wait an hour, and you can get the updated version of it with, like, all the stuff you missed the first time. (laughs) Without the adverts. Yeah. (laughs) And he said, it has to be me. I can save the day, but you have to save the world. He says he loves her. He gives her a watch. And she says to the... the, You know... um, they, oh, um, Ari says, they don't deserve you. He goes, it's not about what you deserve. It's about what you believe. Mm. And I believe in love, which was an Elton John song a long time ago. I believe in love. Um, it is a good song. Uh, she says, goodbye, brother. And she shoots lightning at him, which she returns back to him. And he, what happened? Did he blow up? I don't actually remember. Yeah. I think That's the problem. Goes, the, the, big, the big final thing, I don't remember it. No. Yeah. No. And so I have something called War is Over if you want it. Hashtag John Lennon. Hashtag Happy Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Victory Day looks pretty good. I guess we have Etta back in this portion. And she walks up to the window and she's desperate for a picture of Steve. And thankfully, only 25 people died in World War One because she's able to find it like <laughs> right him there. straight away. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Slightly down to the right of center. <laughs> okay. Oh, hang on a minute. Going back to the the lightning he takes yeah. and absorbs, and he throws it back to her, yeah. and she absorbs it, goes up in the air, and throw it back to him. So it goes through. The double return. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, and so we have a dissolve into the photograph, and then we go to the coda. She's back at the Louvre. Yeah. And so inside every human being is both good and bad. And she uh, writes uh, an email to um, Batman. Thanks for bringing him back to me. And she goes, this is my job now. I'm Batman. And forever. And then she's out there watching (laughs) Batman-esque, watching Paris, her city, I guess. And my question is, okay, if Ares is the the reason why humans kill each other, how do you explain World War II and Vietnam and the Cold War? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why did Reed say that? And why do you you jump for the next sequel to 1984? Yeah. Part of his story in the comics was actually based in World War II. 
but they changed it for the film. Is that because World Captain America? Is that because Captain America was World War Two? Probably. Yeah. Hang on. Um, but yeah, so it is originally based in World War Two. This story in the comics, okay. I think. But yeah, did they decided they wanted the, mustard did gas. Did I see in the trailers that Chris Pine is back? Yeah. So how do they do that? That's the one of the. That was one of the first big issues. Was going. You know, we don't ever really actually see him die. Oh. Um, maybe he somehow. I have because he shoots it with a maybe bullet. He's a superhero. Yeah. He shoots, I have no idea. <laughs> maybe he's. Um, well, I'll tell you why they brought him back. By Superman. In, in a little bit when we do our categories oh, here. Okay. So. Um, and, and that is the film. So that is that. So um, I hated the end credit music as well. Yeah, I didn't. I just looked it up. And I, I stuck through it because I was I was waiting to see if there was a, there was an end credit mm. scene. But yeah, yeah, I think it was Sia by the looks of it. But I thought it sounded like she was going to be sick, so yeah. I wasn't a fan. So <laughs> we're in the end game now, and we are on the end game now. So <laughs> let's do the usual stuff we do at this point. Uh, the money, Georgia. I think you told us what the budget was, although I forget now. 100 million. I didn't. I told you it was above 100 million. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, what was the budget for that? I'll, I'll take a stab at this. I got a $200 million budget. I'm saying 135. 145. 149. Wow. Ooh. Good job, Ellie. Wow. And so, how much to take in? Because this was successful and had a lot of buzz. I'm surprised it had a lot of buzz. Spoilers for how I felt about the film overall. <laughs> well, I think it was the setup from Batman vs. Superman. Well, it's just like the one cool thing that came out of it. And people really wanted there to be a good fit. I mean, people still talk about this like it's better than Captain Marvel. Is it what? People talk about this really, really highly. Like, it's really well, it was really highly rated. Oh, I really like Captain Marvel. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah. But I'm going to guess it took in, we said 140. I'm going to guess this took in 649. I'm going to say 320. You're way low. Really? Yeah, I think so. Ellie? 450. You are all low. Yeah. Oh. Eight two two three zero three five zero five. Wow! Wow! That's Almost at first, I was about seven fifty, and I was like, "No, it's bigger than that." It was huge. What happened to the days when we could make a movie for two, two or three million? <laughs> what happened to those days? Someone's gonna be two to three million. I'll make you a film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got uh, after that. We've got, well, whose story is it? It's it's hers. I don't think it's anybody else. It could be. Mm. No. no, but while we're on her, does anyone want to have a guess at a few different actresses that might have been considered to play the role? Oh, okay. That had sounds... Colby Smulders. Colby Smulders. I've, got... <laughs> I've got a full list, so just give me your best stab. Oh, jeez. Um, mm. I'm trying to think of a woman of that age. Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence? Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, there we go. Kirsten Stewart? No. Yes. What? Kristen, Kristen Stewart That's was considered Kristen for the role. Stewart, yeah. Talk yeah. about people who Anna can't. Kendrick. Was it like only people who couldn't emote they wanted for this film? <laughs> oh, good. Apparently so, yeah. yeah. No, no Anna, no Anna Kendrick. Think about when it was first in production as well. Obviously, this was in production for 20 years. Oh, okay. So who else? Uh, Jennifer Garner. Um, nope. Oh, because she's got the action-y sort of thing to it. Um, Demi Moore. Nope. Okay. I'll do one more and then I'll, I'll bow out nicefully. Nicefully? Gracefully? Whatever. Sandra Bullock. Um, Sandra Bullock. Oh, yes. wow. yeah. Sandra Bullock. Well chosen. Yeah. Well chosen. Uh, no idea. Kate Hudson. Totally the wrong person for this. No. Yeah. All right. I think we've hit our tipping point there. So who else was on the list? Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, yeah. You like her. Uh, I love her. Yeah. Misha Barton, Rachel Bilson, Catherine Zeta-Jones, oh. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, Michelle Geller. No, Zeta-Jones. Angelina Jones Jolie. Chip. 
Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah, she she would have been good. I can see that. Yep. Who was she was offered the role in 2005 when it was in production, and then in 2015 she was considered to direct it, but obviously then it went to Patty. Mm. I I don't um, think Jolie's ever directed. That's an interesting choice. Yeah, Christina Hendricks uh, and Elodie Young are all amongst people right. who were wow. cool who were considered for the role. Yeah. Yep. I'd like you to guys see... were considered for um, Steve Trevor. Tom any, Cruise. Any Tom guess? Cruise. No. Oh, really? You and McGregor. No. Nope. Uh... Both have appeared in uh, the Marvel Thor, Thor films. Chris now. Evans. The Marvel Thor films? Yep. Huh. Idris Elba? Not Idris Elba. Um... Sorry, not one of them. One of, the, one of their fathers has. Not, uh, not actually that, that one. Sorry, I misread that. Ooh. What? Hemsworth? Liam Hemsworth was considered for Steve Trevor, yep. Oh, wow. Which one's Liam? Liam's the one who was in the Hunger one. Games, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, as was Alexander Skarsgård was considered oh. for Steve Trevor as well. Oh, I like him, yeah. The son? I yeah, I can dad, see that. Stellan I, I couldn't tell you who Alexander Skarsgård is. He's the guy who was Tarzan in Legend of Tarzan. Why is it? Did you see True Blood? Nope. Oh. That's the only two big Welcome things to like- Things Ian Hasn't Seen, the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that I, That's I, normally me. That, that, that somehow I shouldn't be able to contribute to, but still do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I can see that, though. So, um, we've done the box office. Whose story? I mean, it's, it's obviously hers. Yes. I can't even tell you what his story is in this. A guy, a, guy, a guy who wants to do right. A guy who can't help yeah. but do the right thing. Yeah. And consistently, we see him do the right thing. But there's yeah. no like back back story of him, is there? No, it's no arc. He, he, he's 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 the same sweetheart in minute yeah, one yeah. as he is when he when he dies. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's do r- r- role of women in this film. I'm okay with it. I mean, I kind of agree with James Cameron about about the costuming to a degree. Though you also yeah, have to deal with the fact that, that, that she needs to look like. Yeah, the women are fine. Yeah, I oh, yeah, I, I really I, like Etta. The the, the the villain. In Etta it? is great. Doctor Poison, Poison is in it. Yeah. You know, you Doctor Poison is great. And Doctor Poison, I don't think is romantically involved with the general. She's just no. loyal to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're great. No, I think it's all right. I think it's well done. I think yeah. 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 Um, let's play the name game. Go for it. Something we introduced a little bit uh, on something recently. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to name you a Marvel film. Okay. And I want you to tell me if this is better or worse. So is Wonder Woman, for each of these, is Wonder Woman better or is Wonder Woman worse? Okay. Okay. Uh, Iron Man. Worse. Worse. Better. You think this is better than Iron Man? I like Wonder Woman. Okay, I'll I say worse. It's That's a fine. bad film. I like but you, I like, Wonder but I like Wonder Woman. I, I, really, going, I really liked Iron Man, though. Yeah, but going by... Yeah. I love Wonder Woman, but... yeah. Because if I want Iron Man 3, Iron Man 3 is one where he's PTSD. Yeah, no. I say Wonder Woman's better than Wonder that. Wonder Woman's better than 3. Um, and 2. Ant-Man. Wonder Woman's better. <sighs> I'm going to say Ant-Man's better, but it's a tough one for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like that. I didn't still. really like Ant-Man. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer's Hulk. Thing. Which Hulk? Sorry, the Hulk with Ed Norton in it, whichever one that is. Oh, Incredible this is, Hulk. This is better than that. Oh, this is better than that. A lot better. This is better. I'm not going to say a lot better. Oh, it's, mm-hmm. it is a lot better. Uh, Thor of a Dark World? Is that the not second one? It. Yeah. This is world better than that. Yes. Thor of a Dark World yeah, 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 is my, yeah, yeah. my all time lowest Marvel film. Uh, Thor, number one. What? Slightly better. This is slightly better than Thor. No, Thor's better. Okay. Slightly better than this. <laughs> the game is, is this better oh, or worse okay. than that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't even state that at the start. <laughs> you did, you did, you did. Uh, I, I think Thor's brilliant. So, no, Thor, Thor is better. Thor is better than this, yeah. yeah. 
I'm just trying to anything else. Uh, here's one. It's not Batman versus Superman. This is way better than that. Oh, I disagree. Oh, I disagree. Better. I hate Batman versus. Superman. I don't mind the writing in Batman versus Superman uh, and the performances. Like, get me wrong. Get me wrong. We had save Martha. You had that, but uh, I still. It was a slog. I'll give you that. And Superman would kill him. You know. <laughs> well, I just have a question: Is Wonder Woman too powerful? What can't she do? Well, I think that's she why this film works bullets. for that because she doesn't know what she can do. Yeah, but where do you I go from here? You've got to be careful with sequels. Isn't yeah, this Captain I mean. Marvelitis? Like, what do you do with her? She's just too powerful yeah. now. She can fly. She can send like lightning out. She can, yeah. you know, return fire on bullets. Mustard gas can't kill. Like, I don't know what she the, can return fire on bullets. But the one bullets person who would stop. kill her is now dead. Yeah, only a god can kill a god. So if, if those rules are true, if those rules are true, nothing can hurt her. Let's do a crossover, Marvel and DC. DC would kill for that Marvel's not why would you do it if you were Marvel you're already making all the money because that'd be cool no no that would be a mistake on their part it's a bit like back in the day when we wanted to see Arnie and Stallone in a film together yeah and but we never thought that and happened. they were they were you know each each guy it was this guy <laughs> yeah. or this guy but to see them together would be insane it would um who is the best character in this film or who's your favorite character in this film I might be a better way to put it Etta definitely Etta yeah she is she is good I like Steve. Steve? Yeah. Okay, this is the game. Who am I going to choose? You are going to choose... Uh... Dr. Poison. Steve. Steve. <laughs> it's, yes. it's not even close. I'm, <laughs> no, no, I'm surprised. No. I, I was gushing about Steve the whole yeah, time. Yeah. This film only kind of works because Steve... Because Chris Pine is so good. Chris Pine is good. Yeah. Chris Pine is great when he's opposite other people. Chris Pine is great when he's opposite Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot is at her best when she's opposite Chris Pine in this yeah, film. and he's also good on his own. Uh, yes. He's fine on his own, but yeah, yeah. she is like a toddler of it. You can't leave by herself. No, you're right. And when she goes off by herself, she gets herself into trouble acting-wise because yeah. she doesn't know what she's doing. She's not ready for it yet. Yeah. But you keep her... So why is Chris Pine back in the sequel? Because you can't leave her by herself no but that'd be interesting to see how <sighs> they bring him back if we see how because like you said we don't see him die we just see a big explosion but how to get away from that no, I know, 50 I know. mile radius yet. I, but i think that's I mean? part of the i think if from what i've seen the trailers that's part of the thing is, she, is she's looking around going how is this possible and they probably remedy it in the on. first five minutes does she meet doc and get in a time machine and go back that would be better written yeah, sure. I go really, ahead. I really hope Superman just like swings in from the side of the plane, like through the plane window, grabs him through the plane window. And I don't. I, I don't see Man of Steel, so I don't know Superman's timeline. But I think no. it's obviously. Oh, I haven't got a clue. Not yeah. a clue at I all. But I don't do DC. This is the only DC film I've actually watched all the way through. I think so. Well, besides Dark Knight, other than Batman, yeah. but. We'll but we but we but we do kind of we do kind of see that as being separate from this. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like it's not the same universe nor is it even close like no. Nolan's thing is completely different. It's self-contained. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I I tell you what, I wouldn't mind a situation where Joaquin Phoenix's Joker ends up in this universe to some degree. That would be cool. That would be cool. But I think you're probably more likely to see Jared Leto's Joker end up in this universe, which I I could live with. Not cool. I could live with, but I'd much rather have Joaquin Phoenix's. We may be surprised, you don't Yeah, know. we might be. Um Best best moment, best scene, best element, something like that. Uh, what was that scene earlier that I said? The fight in the middle, in the in the town, in the village. So okay, so the sequence where they're liberating the Belgian town. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And while Liam thinks, Ellie, do you have anything? I really like the bit with the glasses that that we nearly missed <laughs> oh, out for of the, out the review. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was one of the few bits of the film that I went, oh, really liked that. That was cool. That was nicely done. 
I do like the bit with Etta when she's trying to take the sword off her. And yeah. She, <laughs> the sequence. The sword about. The sequence, because Etta kind of tells us, here's how a woman in London should be. Yeah. And the rules are supposed to be, and the priorities are supposed to be, and that as a double act. And that's why I wanted more of her. Because she actually, I said what she said about Gal Gadot, I mean, uh, and Chris Pine. I think Etta is part of that as well. I think when she was playing off of her, she was also quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna join sort of agree sort of Georgia. I'm gonna save a sequence starting from from the trenches and moving. Oh yeah, yeah that whole sequence. And yeah. even moving through to the end when they're dancing, that whole middle fifteen minutes when they're outside that Belgian town, and it yeah. felt like a bit of a war movie for a minute, a yeah. superhero war movie, but a war movie. Yeah. I was okay with that. I quite liked that. Probably because she didn't have to do a whole lot acting wise. Yeah. It was just the it, it was it was the actiony stuff, and then Chris Pine carried the ball in the acting. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Grumbles. Where do we start? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Uh, I've got, I've got one that might surprise people. So go ahead and take whatever it is you want to do. I, I can't pick one. We've spoke about the Grumbles all the way through this, but is there something that we haven't talked about yet? That we're doing enough attention to yet? Because I've got one that we haven't talked about at all. Uh, I didn't like the whole Aries thing. I just think that could have been. I, I'd like to. I liked it better if he wasn't in it yet. Yep. And maybe to the second one, and she got it wrong that that wasn't Ares, but she was out to help Chris Pine with the second, with the First World War. You know, I don't yeah. know. It just didn't, it just had too many plot holes. I didn't, I didn't get it. Yep. You're not wrong. Um, Ellie? That stupid German woman hated her. her oh, what, Dr. Poison? Yeah. No, I liked her. No, I liked her. I like that's okay. You're the worst worst acting I've seen for a while. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Is it because you couldn't see her mouth move? <laughs> no <laughs> to, to be fair it was it must it was a combination of how she was presented as well so it was poor scripting poor music choices surrounding it like maybe poor direction too but i i really hated that character okay not for the right reasons that's fair dude. uh georgia um i don't like that this film could have been a lot better than it was yeah Yes. I think is my biggest grumble is that it has so much potential because I really enjoy it from an entertainment standpoint. Like I sit and watch it and I'm like, yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's so cool. Not that she's mentioned as Wonder Woman at all throughout the entire thing. No, she's always Diana. That's okay. At all, she's Diana. But, um, but yeah, no, it just I can sit and watch it like probably every three years which i think is what i've done and go yeah i enjoyed that i think she's i think she's pretty kick-ass um but it's just as a film as a good film it's not there yeah yeah (laughs) doing as a review as a podcast and we're we're doing a review of it I can see all the loopholes, yeah. uh, the, the plot holes and stuff. No, just to sit and watch it's it. An all right pop, and it's watch. an all right popcorn movie. It's, it's an action packed yeah, movie. Yeah, it's all right as a popcorn movie. You know? Yeah. Um, it's entertainment. My issues with this, I mean, it's not the grumble. I'll do the grumble in a second, but just pick it back and off George a little bit, is the idea that, you know, the, the issues are so comprehensive. I, I got to lay part of this at Patty Jenkins' feet. And go, you are responsible for the creative direction. So the bad acting from Gal Gadot is one thing. The poor writing in places is one thing. The plot holes are one thing. The the situations where I'm going, why did you mask that with smoke? That's one thing. But you put them all together and you have to go, okay, Patty, you got to wear some of this. And it's not very good. Uh, I don't know what she had to deal with at the start. I don't know what her raw materials were. Do I think the film's that much better for her involvement? I don't know. I mean, I didn't like the movie that much. Mm. So my big issue, though, is this. Those secondary characters who meant nothing. 
So you meet yeah, Sammy, yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. meet Sammy, you meet Charlie, you meet the chief, whose only job was we need you to make smoke signals smoke later signals. in the thing. <laughs> That's the only reason why he's around, and to go, I believe her. This is like Suicide Squad. Oh, my word. And so, uh, characters you don't even I just need in them. didn't, like, you're yeah. going for that Marvel ragtag group, which shows up in most Marvel films, but, like, give them a reason to be there besides yeah. they're just the guys who hang out with Chris Pine. Yeah. Like, even not even a superhero movie. Think about Captain Jack Sparrow and the idea about, you know, let's go find a, a random group of pirates to help make out the numbers on the Black Pearl. Like, you give each of them a reason to be there or a moment or something. They're yeah. just, they're there for when you need a body. Yeah. yeah. And back to the Belgian town, you didn't invest in anybody, so no, I didn't care. No, you didn't. You're right. <sighs> it's, like Georgia said, it could have been so much better. It and that's the part been. that bugs me about this. It was did. And the part that I, this is so overhyped to me. People said it was really, really good. And, Oh, it was not. It was entertaining. <laughs> is this anybody's best role ever? Well, I guess Gal Gadot's because I don't think she's done much yeah, else. Yeah, I don't think she's done much else. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the best role ever. Chris Pine is really good in this. He is. He is like the one shining light for me in a really disappointing film. I thought he was brilliant. Hang on, was he in Into the Woods? He's in Into the Woods, and he's Captain uh, Kirk in the new Star Trek. Yeah, I like him in Into the Woods. I like him. He's a likable character, though, in whatever he does. And he's different. Like, he's, yeah. he's likable, but he's not the same guy. No. No, so I can better as Captain Kirk. Um, I've not seen Star Trek, so I don't know. Oh, really? No. Oh, wow. It's highly rated. It's eligible. Oh, cool. There we go. That would be cool. I really, really... It's my favorite reboot ever. Oh, okay. So that be, might be worth taking a look at at some point. Yeah. It's also got Bob Bill the Butcher or whatever it is from... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, yeah, from yeah. the boys in it. Playing um, McCoy. Yeah, he's McCoy. And Total was, straight list. <laughs> and the guy playing Spock as well. I've seen the pictures of it. I just hadn't seen it. Yeah. So I'm interested. Yeah. Um, so anybody else I'm thinking of? Uh, well, the guy who played Spud was better as Spud. Spud, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Remus Lupin. No. Lucy no, Davis, not. maybe. They waste him in this. Lucy Davis, maybe, in this. Lucy Davis as a, a film. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's time for Age Game, Age Game. Let's Ooh. all play the Age Game. Okay. Hey, a little 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 music for you there. <laughs> Not just having an introduction. Um, so we'll we'll come back to Wonder Woman. Um, okay. We'll start with not Steve the film. Trevor. I hope because I'm well, I'm done with it after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll start with Steve Trevor, who I affectionately wrote down as Guy in well, my in Chris my Pine. Initially. Chris Pine. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> you go first, Ian. I'll go first. Yeah. I'm gonna. Go, I think he's older than you think. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go 34. I'm going 32. I was going to go. 36. Yeah, yeah. He is older than you think. He's 37. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's the same age and this is Annette Benning is the American wow. president. <laughs> My mind is officially blown. Like if you see him and you partner him with like Annette Benning at that age yeah. and you go, they're a couple, you'd be like, she's way too old for yeah. him. Yeah, still blows my mind. Crazy. Remus Lupin, David Thewlis, Aries, whatever <sighs> you want to call him. 56. I'm going for room sleeping. Oh, I'm going to say younger. 48. See, I don't know whether they aged him up a lot in Harry Potter or not, because they've been werewolf-ish. Maybe. He looks old in those. Um, 57. 54. Hey! Got that one. Well done. Didn't you say 56? Yeah, but George said 57. Oh, so okay. yeah. He's the closest. Closest, you mean? Closest, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrating quite a lot for two years out. I, I um, never, I never do well on this. So I'm taking it. Dwarf. 
Oh, I don't know. 62. 58. As far as a red herring, by the way, he was all right. Yeah. Yeah, he was just kind of there. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go 54. 55. Oh. That's one nice. year off. Am I allowed to celebrate? celebrate? Is this enough? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two, you can't do it, but one, apparently, you can do it. Okay. Especially um, in like his late 50s. Like It's a much bigger yeah, margin for error. Yeah. Weird German lady. She's apparently Dr. called Elena Anea. I, no, I, no I think she's younger than I'm you might first think. Say, I reckon she's only about 32. I'm going to say 38. Okay, I was going to say 32 as well, so I'm going to go 31 and give you a six-year book cushion on that side, Georgia. You don't need it. She's 42. Wow. wow. Oh, I take yeah. that one. What did you say, George? 38. Oh, yeah, you did. Jeez, well done. Um, Candy, Lucy face. Davis. Ooh. 56. Oh, no. 41. 46. I think I'm high at 41. 44. Oh, okay. Oh, so 40, there you go. 46. See, this is why I told him. Yeah. I, I'm not very good at this game. Yeah. <laughs> so now we'll, now we'll come to... Or should we... Should we start with... Yeah, we'll start with Gal Gadot. Okay. Gadot, sorry. Uh, 27. Yeah, 24. Ooh. Mm, 25. Before I give you the answers, tell me how old you think Kobe Smalls oh, is. Oh, no, I, th- I think we, I think we did the answer on this one because I want you to keep track of everybody's for both. Oh, okay. She So she's actually much older than she looks. She's 32. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Looks fantastic. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yep. Okay, so 32. Okay, Colby Smulders. So how old would she have been in then. 2017? 2017. 2017. 40. I'm going to say 38. 42. Only 35. Ooh. Oh, so 35 and 32. Potentially, yeah. I think it requires so much movement. It's not like Chicago. Like you can just shoot her from the waist up and then have a body. You kind of, yeah, especially yeah. with that outfit that we've talked about. Yep. Yep. <laughs> especially against the sequence about physical pleasure and how yeah. men, are, men are necessary for this, but that's yeah. about all it all is. 12 volumes. Yeah. So, how um, thick were them volumes? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, so, now it's time for the critics. Georgia, do you have some? Do you have Rotten Tomatoes number by any chance on that one? Um, I don't have the number exactly. I do know it's the only DCEU film that's gone above 90%, or at least it was at Whoa. the time that it came out. Yeah, you go ahead. I'll look um, it up while you do I've the... I've got uh, it already. Oh, do you? Okay. 92. Yeah. Uh, I'm, well, we know it's over 90, so... I, <laughs> 93! <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead. We're not really playing a game with no, it. No, no, it's no. 93. Hey! <laughs> see, I'm good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's why I'm so disappointed, because I knew it was really highly regarded. And then I came in and went, this... To be You're not going to like these reviews either, then. Because, That's fine. Yeah. I still enjoy it as a movie, though. Okay. I do. Yeah, I'm with Liam. Some I think. Yeah. I don't think it's the best version of film movie storytelling no. ever, but I think it's a nice ent- bit of entertainment. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so, from the lady who now writes for Roger Ebert, it's on his website. It is not him, obviously, right. at this point because he's dead. Um, says. Uh, Wonder Woman excels at this, uh, particularly in the earliest chapter set in Themyscira. I felt my heart swell watching, and I think, an Antiope? Antiope? Sure. Rob, Robin Wright, whatever her name is. Um, smirk during an intense 
fight and Hippolyta's tender scenes with Diana. Wonder Woman is nothing like nothing that has come before it and how it joyously displays the camaraderie among women, many of whom are women of colour and over 40. It's electrifying to watch the Amazons train and talk with each other. These women are fierce and kind, loyal and brave. It's, if anything, I wish the film dwelt in Themyscira a bit longer since the culture is so poignantly rendered. Also, it was just awesome to see Artemis and Antiope, whatever her name is, in battle can i just argue okay she spends the whole review talking about what happens on paradise island that's it yeah there's a whole lot of movie that happens after that and her whole yeah. thing seems to be solely about representation and i love representation yeah. i love the fact it's a female director i love the fact we have older women by the way robin wright penn was very good in this didn't like her accent but i thought yeah. she was very good in this well we always do representation yeah. of women in, in Abs- our podcast absolutely so yeah but the, the idea of women and women of a certain age and being allowed to be shown as strong yeah. i like all that stuff it doesn't make it a good film no, just because no. we've got certain demographics and certain spots yeah, yeah, yeah. so i want to see more of this and was why i was so looking forward to this but still found it to be a really disappointing film ticking all the right boxes doesn't make it a good movie yeah yeah i, I think that's kind of where i'm going with yeah, this yeah, yeah. and that's just my issue with that reviewer not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. the things in, in question uh go ahead george do you have any more uh yeah so i've got from um realviews.net one of the high highly regarded um critical websites james Bernardelli, Bernard Bernardinelli, okay. Bernardinelli. Sorry, I'm crap with names. Um, he says it wouldn't be much of a stretch to argue that Wonder Woman is the best straightforward comic book inspired movie since Christopher Nolan was making bat- his Batman films. He says for clarification, he doesn't include Deadpool and Logan in that. Um, yeah. Well, having a female director perhaps give Wonder Woman a subtly different perspective. The real strengths of this production are its lead actors, the period piece setting, and an unexpected emotional resonance that one doesn't expect from a popcorn movie. Okay. Mm. But I would I'd agree with half of that. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah. yeah I don't know what yeah. emotional resonance he's talking about. Well, no. <laughs> this, this, this is a poor man's Captain America. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, the, the ending bit, it's, it's ripped right... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then one last one from um, Marianne Johansson from Flick... Uh, flick flick of files so i can't flick of files today. yeah that's the one um a quick take on this is that everything about this is joyful sincere um its origin story feels like a retort a very welcome and much needed one to traditional male-centered superhero stories if i that's yeah i'm just gonna jump one it's the i just typed in my phone wonder woman reviews the first one came up but i went pretty much feels how I'm feeling. So this is David Edelstein from Vulture Magazine who says the gushing reviews of Wonder Woman suggest that people are grading on a pretty big curve. But the limpness of a storytelling is certainly preferable to the whacking pacing of other movies of its ilk. So I think I agree with that. Like, it's not bad, but it's not 94% great. No. Like, it's just going, how much of a a thing are we, how much of a a curve are we giving it? Because it was the first female-led film. Exactly. Because it's an an important film in Hollywood. Yes. And I talk about Black Panther, which I think is a great movie. Okay. I don't like Black Panther. Oh, okay. I think it's, but I think even it's more, than, I think me. even more than being a great movie or a good movie, it's an important movie. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. equally an important movie. I don't think it's a well done movie. Yeah. And that's yeah. my issue with this is going, it's important for all these reasons and we should celebrate it for all these reasons. Now go and make a better one next time. Or in this case, the third time, because I hear yeah, the second yeah. one's crap, <laughs> but it's me going, I'm still going to watch it, but it doesn't mean that we let it off the hook for when it's no. I'm, the one, the most gushing review was, I love the fact that it's women in their fifties, women of color and yeah, women who yeah, are being shown yeah, as being tough. I love all those things same, too, same. but you still have to have a movie around that. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> and a good story. I think that's line. why it's so disappointing <sighs> is because it, could have been yes. so good. Yes. 
The storyline was weak. And it's just not quite there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think what you're hearing is me being so disappointed because I really wanted to like this. I do like it, but (laughs) it's just not like reviewing it. it. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, um, thank you very much, Georgia. I've got some of our critics here now. Uh, Potato Lady Podcast Reviews. Great name. That is a great name. I want to be a guest on that podcast. There we go. Potato Lady Podcast Reviews. We have a a crossover. We have a a collaboration if you're interested in. George is up for it. The movie was really captivating, but I wish they had established more red herrings for the villain. I figured out it was Professor Lupin almost immediately because I knew it wasn't the obvious guy and there weren't any other options. Yeah, good point. I love that she's referred to him as Professor Lupin. As do I. As we all do. Uh, The effing nerds say, Patty Jenkins proves she's able to handle large-scale blockbusters with thrilling sequences like No Man's Land. Uh, Yeah, I think we talked about that being something we really enjoyed. That was a good sequence. But doesn't lose focus on the characters. The chemistry between Gal Gadot and Chris Pine is one of the film's best aspects. I think we agreed with that. I think we gave more credit to Chris Pine than we did Gal... At least I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We all felt the same. And then Paul and Griff says, a rare light in the DC cinematic universe has a very Captain America first Avenger feel to it. We, said that, yeah. we might have felt that as well yeah, yeah. arguably the best movie dc have had since the dark night so thank you paul and griff and i'm yeah, not necessarily you. disagreeing with that last statement i just think it's been a very low bar they've yeah. had to. well i liked <laughs> i did like superman or superman a little bit better i think we were expecting more levels that was the thing yeah i was expecting 93 percent levels of goodness yeah and this does not feel like a 93 percent level i know that's i mean the imdb is like 7.4 so yeah, i think yeah, that yeah. maybe kind of goes Balance maybe it, it tweaks yeah. things a bit yeah. But yeah, I really kind of wanted to do that. So all that's left for us to do now is our ratings. While everybody goes ahead and thinks of a final number between 10, I'm just going to do a little bit of work here. Promoing, we've got two uh, reviews on Talking the Mickey that are out around this time. We'll have Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is already out. Go ahead and check that one out. The first full-length Disney animated classic feature ever. Or check out, we have Soul dropping sometime later this week, Thursday or Friday. So go ahead and check that one out. We're very excited to review that also if you liked our best of 2020 which is actually doing really well i'm really quite happy with how yeah. that's 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 performing download nice. wise uh we have one that i'm looking more forward to tonight which yeah. is we're after we're, <laughs> this, we're recording the worst of 2020 for which this film is not eligible no. i'm not saying that a year from now i won't be trying to remember the first film of 2021 <laughs> so with that in mind liam what is your uh, rating for Captain, not Captain America, jeez, <laughs> Captain America, the reboot, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I'm going to give it a strong seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Ellie? I am not. Um, I'm going to give it a, well, strong for what it is, a five and a half. Five and a half? Mm. All right. Georgia? I'm with Liam, seven and a half. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to go, oh, jeez. Six and a half love letters to Chris Pine for rescuing this and making it a lot better than maybe deserved to be out of 10. He did do, yeah, he carried the film. He carries he, this film. He does carry the film. In every way. But I just enjoy it as an entertainment film, you know? When we have no, to break if it I went down and saw review, If I went and saw it in the cinema and came out, I'd go, it was all right. Yeah. It was, and that's what six and a half is. I mean, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe six and a half, seven. Yeah, it was, it was all right. It was good. Yeah. You know, don't worry, you know. 
Go go see it. But as far as does any of us like the same sort of you know, the name of the podcast called Best Film Ever. Does this deserve to be anywhere in that conversation? No. 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 <laughs> That's why I'm reviewing it with the intent. And of- this is why I'm so frustrated. Going ninety three percent. I mean we have pretty high bars. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. this does not feel like a film that should have made the cut. No, 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 no. Not on and not even me going, Oh, we have a sequel out, so let's go ahead and watch is me going, No, no, ninety three percent. That's way above our, our, our cutoff that oh, we have. It is. Yeah. So it's supposed to represent something and it doesn't represent what I saw on the screen. No. So that would be it for me. So all that's left now is for us to talk about next week. Now, this is the thing. Okay. I had something planned for the, for next week. You did. And then the COVID, the gift that keeps on giving, has rescheduled a film that linked to the film I wanted to watch oh, okay. next week. So we've. I had to go ahead and get a hold of Liam today and go, by the way, I need you to pick a film. <laughs> so everybody gets <laughs> bumped up one spot in the rotation. But Liam, I, I don't know what you've picked. So for next week. I don't know how you guys are going to take are we this. doing? Okay. Do you remember the film we just reviewed recently, Home Alone? Yeah? I do remember yes. Home Alone. You know the keep the change of oh, filthy Oh, my word. Animals. Are you really doing this? I'm doing this. Wow. Right. The spin-off that came from, right, the actual original movie yeah. is called Angels with Dirty Faces. Yeah. And it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And 7.9 wow, okay. on IMBD. And it's got James Cagney, Humphrey Bogart, and Pat O'Brien. All right. And it's released in 1938, and it's a black and white movie. I'm going to hop on the uh, Prime or whatever as soon as we're off the air and try and locate a couple of copies of this. When so I was a Angels kid, with Dirty Faces. Yeah, it was on one afternoon when I was a kid, and I just caught the beginning. And it was, you know, the whole, my dad used to say to me things like, um, you, you dirty rat, and all that. And that was James Cagney. Okay. Now, he said to me, this is James Cagney, the guy, and blah, blah, blah. And I watched it, and it was, so, I just remember being captivated by this film. And I was nowhere into black and white movies back then. Okay. But this is such a good storyline. It is crying out to be remade today. All right. So I hope you're all going to like it. Okay. So. I love this movie. Angels with Dirty Faces. Yes. Here we go. I am. I am. The look on my face is one of. I did not see that coming. Or as I'm alone, <laughs> Angels with Filthy Faces. Filthy Souls. Filthy Souls. Yeah. yeah so yeah, Dirty yeah. Faces. Keep the change, you dirty animal. All yeah. right. So please join us uh, later this week. We do the worst of 2020. But then join us next week when we tackle James Cagney, amongst others, James and Cagney. Angels with Dirty Faces. Yes. So for best film ever, I'm uh, And I've been Liam. I've been Ellie. And I've been Georgia. And guys, I want to say that sometimes, I don't know if you deserve me, but I believe in love, so... All 12 volumes. All 12 volumes. (laughs) (laughs) And it turns out men aren't necessary. (laughs) We will catch you on the flippity-flap. The flippity-flip-flop.